3: 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. 7-Eleven. Hot food, hot and ready near you. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time.
4: Hello, everyone. Welcome along (laughs) to Crunch Time. He's a pro, this bloke. This Sunday, Julian King in the chair for Jaleesa. We are here, thanks to our great mates at Robson Civil, with over 60 years of leading civil construction experience. Visit robsoncivilprojects.com.au. Great to have your company wherever you tuned in this afternoon. 1170 SE in Sydney. 693, our new friends north of the Tweed on SENQ. 1620 on the Gold Coast. And via the SEN app, you can tune in anywhere, anytime. Gee, It's pretty grim. On the weather front, looking out the windows here at our studios in, in North Sydney, I thought I saw the mm. flying nun drift pass before. Honestly, <laughs> wet and windy in Sydney, wet and brizzy. We saw that last night, wet on the Goldie, but you can expect some, or some dry humour this afternoon on the program. <laughs> Without further ado, let's welcome in the team this Sunday afternoon. He's got a hop in his step, this fella. He's got a hop in his step today yeah. after his bunnies ran through the eels oh. last night. And last night, post-game, he also sensationally ruled himself out of selection contention for the second test in goal. steve O'Keefe is here. Uh, Sophie, good afternoon to
1: you. Uh, great win How and did... contentious about Latrobe, but I'm sure we'll talk about that later. But, jeez, it was good to see the bunnies bounce back you last night. You've got a night. spring in your step, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah the puns. Well, they good, had a good groovy. recent
4: result against Parramatta their recent form against the Eels has been strong very good more than
1: 38 points a game I think they've won four in a row I wasn't expecting it after their poor showing against the Dragons Mm -hmm. I must admit I didn't think Luttrell would be that much of a big turnaround for the club but geez, it was good that was champagne that was was 2014 Bunnies-esque yeah BBF so, bounce back factor, yeah, yeah was. and then they're going to go on and lose next week like they've been doing all season. So, but you know, it's good. <laughs> well, so, no, I mean, one no, out of two weeks no, ain't put bad. The commentators, <laughs> curse
4: it. well, look, we are delighted that this gentleman is with us uh, today. He's one half of the Professor and Barney on Fox Sports. So, I venture to say, the bottom half, <laughs> the, he- second half. <laughs> the, the second half,
5: the second. <laughs> Andrew Barnett is <laughs> here one, with us. Hello, buddy.
6: <laughs> hello, boys. It is absolutely wonderful to be here. It's just good
4: to be inside on this uh, windy, rainy day. Oh, horrible. Horrible. Yeah, I've dragged my son in today too. So uh, Gibbo, when you come to work on Monday, you're going to see some weird things in your cache. Uh, just, <laughs> just ignore it because you jump on Gibbo's computer at the moment. Oh, I didn't ask you actually. Who do you go for in this? The...
6: Mate, I'm a Newcastle Knights man <sighs> through and through. So uh, it's, been a, it's been a good weekend for us. Yes. Tears, yeah, against yeah.
4: Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah, well, hey, you take
6: them when you can get them when you're a Newcastle Knights fan, <laughs> I'll tell you that. Just happy to come away
4: with the two competition points. Exactly. No Kalen Ponga, of course. I mean, that was a big thing too. Wasn't it? It's just, uh, I guess you could say a stay of execution for Adam O'Brien. Well, yeah. Let's let's hope so. I don't I don't know. Like, well, where do
6: you go at this point with the with the Knights? There's something going wrong up there. But um, you know what? Well, the, the encouraging thing was it was a proper win. Like it was yeah. it wasn't a scrappy win. It wasn't. It, the, the tries were from proper plays. Yeah. And it was just nice to see the, the good people in Newcastle keep turning up to the home games. And uh, and it wasn't great weather, and they were finally rewarded with a with a decent showing.
1: Yeah, they had. Um, I mean, the, the stats are interesting without Calen Ponga as well. It's just as good without him as it is with him, which surprised me to see. But they did play well. Obviously, you got a bit more to play for. Obviously, it was the Mark Hughes round, and everyone mm. had finished the trek and ended up at the ground. So, um, yeah, that's. It frustrates me, doesn't it, when you see the sides like Newcastle play that well, like that, but then you go, what have they been doing for the last? 12 or 13 rounds, you know, and and been putting in subpar performances. So Yeah,
6: that's exactly – and so many false dawns with this Newcastle side (laughs) for so long. But on the Caelan Ponga thing, I I sometimes wonder if he's just – because he is so unpredictable and he's he's the king of something from broken play, whether he's just hard for young halves and young playmakers Mm. to play with because he is so unpredictable and sort of that X factor. I don't know. It's
4: it's pretty fascinating because I remember last year having this discussion about, you know, Trubovic had just – the greatest year almost in history. Mm. But he made the blokes around him infinitely better players. Because yep. nobody yeah. would have been talking about Reuben Garrick in the way they were talking about Garrick 100%. or Jason no. Saab or Morgan Harper or Brad Parker. No. As good as an, and as gifted as Caitlin is, just look at that first half from Origin 2. He was wonderful. He doesn't seem to have the same impact on the Knights players around him as somebody like Trebojevic did at Manly.
6: Yeah, it's not the, yeah, I don't know if it's the inspiration factor. It's sort of sometimes you feel like they're just looking for him to pull something out of his hat rather mm. than, you know, have him lift the rest of the side with a them. Structure, yeah. Mm.
4: And the knives are out for Justin Holbrook. We'll delve into that in a bit more detail throughout the course of the show. We'll run through the results so far and we'll look ahead to today's games. Of course, the Warriors returning home to Mount mm. Smart Stadium the first time in 1,038 days. I mean, if, if they can't win today, yeah. they'll See. never win. Yeah, they no.
6: it. <laughs> And look, it, I just feel for the, the guy who uh, lives next door who's been mowing the lawns and collecting the mail for them while they've been gone away. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> he didn't think he was d- agreeing to
7: that. that.
6: 1,068
4: oh, days. You come home, you know, you've got, the, you've got the slot in the front door, you open it, it's just a mountain of letters just yeah. sort of sliding past <laughs> there. And good luck to them. And then the Dragons and the Raiders, and you'll hear the call here on SEN League, celebrating 40 years. Of the mighty Steelers.
1: Yeah, it's a shame we don't have Brooksy in here at the moment. We'll have to uh, get him in. But he is proudly donning the three-quarter sleeve uh, old Steelers, mm. Guernsey. BHP Steel. BHP Steel. Okay, here's a pop quiz. Without yeah, I'm, yeah okay. Who Who are the sponsors
4: on the Illawarra Steelers jersey prior to BHP Steel? No, nah, you lost me. Yeah. Kaiserstuhl. <laughs> Kaiser Kaiserstuhl? Kaiserstuhl. Is that German or something yeah, well, well, it's not French. Is it? <laughs> yeah. school. We're all public school, sorry. Yeah, apparently, um, <laughs> a public stool. Apparently, they've um, they called off the reggies there today. It's pretty wet and woolly and windy down in Wollongong as you expect, and it's, it's not much of a barrier from the stand <laughs> to the the wind's not going to be standing proud no. at the moment, wouldn't
6: it? Wait, <laughs> it's big seas. There's every chance they'll have it crashing on the uh, on the sideline there.
1: Well, close to the beach. I mean, the doggies v Cronulla game wasn't much different. Yeah. You thought you were watching highlights of oh, uh, 1988 grand final, they're just running through. <laughs> Uh, And
4: and what about the lighting at a core stadium last night? So the Great Brooks, he goes, does it look dim to you? And I was sort of faffing around with the kids and I flicked on the telly and I thought, yeah, it does look dim. It, and I don't know if this is a, a direct consequence of soaring energy prices or what it is or the fact. Oh, look, maybe they know that footy players like to tap each other on the bum. They got ahead of themselves. Told the ground DJ to play a bit of uh, Nora Jones and get everyone yeah. in the mood. But bit uh, of mood it was music. horrible. Just yeah. had the
1: dimmer on, you reckon. So the bedroom dimmer. Just turned it down to about seven or six. Yes. Well, I
6: happen to know they're on off peak, uh, their plan out there um, at the stadium. So they probably can't afford the full lights.
1: Well, know? they have been in negotiations about moving home grounds. Like when you move house, you actually got to change your energy provider. So there might be that little interim period where they're like, well, we can just turn it up to about a four. We can run it for, you know, it's 30% capacity, so... Part of the South's ploy, potentially, maybe to... Spotless catering or running the dishwashers when the (laughs) explicit (laughs) instruction was. Please don't. Please don't.
4: Latrell looked magnificent, didn't he? He looked really good for one game Uh, back. And and he's talked about the focus of being a South Sydney player and putting club first and foremost. It was remarkable. We got to talk about it afterwards. And Mm. Benji was saying, oh, mate, you got through unscathed. What about Freddie if he comes calling? He says, I'll just end the headlines right now. In fact, let's hear what Latrell had to say.
3: Yeah, well, Jason said during the week there was a chance you might not play 80 minutes, but you got through the 80 unscathed. You must be feeling confident that if you did get the opportunity at Origin that you'd be able to fill that.
8: Nah, nah, I think I'm going to shut down them headlines now. Um, I'm going to pull myself out. I'm going to worry about South. Uh, focus on myself. You know, they've got a real good team there at New South Wales, and uh, good luck to Burton in the centres. And, um, I guess, you know, give Crichton
2: a go too. Let him have a go. Let him bleed in. And, um, yeah, I just really want to focus on South Sydney and myself and get
4: myself right for the back end of the season. Now, now, if you're a Souths fan, you might be happy to hear that. But does it strike you as strange, though, that somebody who is available and fit has said no to playing State of Origin football?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it, does, it does surprise me. And as a Souths fan, I can probably understand. He signed a two-year deal worth you know, eight I think close to eight or nine hundred thousand dollars a year. He's played bugger all games. He's only just gotten back to the fitness level that he needs to do to play first grade. He went over to the USA on one of the great two week junkets to do a few hamstring curls and exercises, which was amazing to see. So but in saying that, the pinnacle of the game obviously is to play for your country, but the you know, to play state of origin is what you aim up for each season. Jason Demetrio in a a press conference before the game said he would have him picked. Um, So I I am surprised by uh, Latrell's opinion. And I guess I'd be interested on the call line to hear what other people have to say, or if they've also just called in sickies essentially to any other workstation, which might be appropriate for them.
4: (laughs) You know, when you watch origin, right. And the team you're going for, say you go for new South Wales and, Last year, Gagai, for example, he's playing for Queensland. And mm. every time they attack him, you go, don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. Yeah. He's got to be fresh for the yeah. weekend. Yeah. Be. Now, have you got a thought on that, Latrell? Was it wise for him to say that? I wonder if he, he gave Freddie the heads up during the week and said, mate, I'll, I'll end this speculation. 1300-01-11-70. That is the open line number. 1300 one And that all-important text line, 0457-736-736. 0457-736-736. The caller or texter of the day will win a Dometic Thermo Mark G. could use it. On a day like today, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, like a nice, nice cup of tea or a warm soup, yeah, something be, like that would be yeah. lovely. Dometic has you covered with their new drinkware. Fuel your adventure with Dometic drinkware. One 1170 the open line number, and the text line oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. So, Barney, was it was it strange to you though that he would sort of put the red pen through his potential selection for game three?
6: Actually I heard uh, I heard an interview with him on uh, on ABC uh, like where he basically said the same thing but afterwards he he said he reckons he's about four games from being uh, yeah, right. the level of fitness wow. where he really wants mm. to be so I don't know if he's maybe you know, it's thinking he's he's in good enough to run around at the moment at that level, but maybe state of origin be too far. Yep. The thing I'm gonna say though, as um as a New South Wales fan, I thought it showed a lot of maturity and respect for that jersey that if you don't think you're ready, you're gonna yeah. you're not gonna go. But as a Newcastle Knights fan who plays South this <laughs> week, week. Um, <laughs> Latrell, it was enough <laughs> with the maturity, mate.
4: Just just take the S- blues jersey back. It brother. was self-centered and selfish by Latrell Mitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's
1: no other there's no sugar coating. But do you reckon mm-hmm. he um do you reckon it's the old-fashioned jumped? before you've been pushed sort of thing. You know, he's probably had a word to Freddie. Freddie said, I'm not going to pick it. He's gone, no, no, I, I want to dismiss okay. all the headlines. I'm not available. Because I remember when I got the sack, I walked in with my peers and you sit there with the CEO and your bosses and they go, look, you've got, you've got two options here. You can, we can sing your praises and, and, and uh, say you've retired and gone out on your own terms or we're not signing you next year. Uh, and of course, uh, the volatility in me came out and said, no, you're going to, you're going to sack me, <laughs> you're going to make that public and I'm going to leave on my own terms after you've done that. So maybe it's a little bit of Luttrell, uh, just, just maybe having Freddie just said, look, you're not going to be picked. And then just come out and said, I'm going to dispel it all and say, I'm not going to be, not well, going to be available. Well, it's all speculation. Isn't it? mm. it's all spec- you know, yes. you're like the
4: renegade cop in the movies. You can't find me. I quit. Yeah. 0457
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> four five seven seven three six seven three. Would you have picked him? Uh, no, I've said it before. Yeah. Even if he did have a blinder, you just can't trust that level of fitness. Um I think you're right in saying um, that you've, there's a lot of respect for that jersey. Mm. And you know, to know that you're not fit or you're four weeks away, which he does look. What I do here every time Latrell comes back and at the start of each season is he's the fittest he's ever looked. And to me, he doesn't <laughs> yeah. look much different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every yeah, time, yeah. I'm best like, preseason ever. He should best be life running life. marathons. The amount of times I've heard it from his teammates or from himself, yeah. that he's the fittest he's ever been. So. The, the thing
4: about it is, there's somebody that calibre, right? So, normally when players come back, they get one under their belt, and you say, oh, you know, they probably need a bit more. Unless they're that good, then you take mm. a punt on them. And, and I always cite the example of Andrew John's 05, game two. He wasn't going to play, right? Remember Noddy and I think Baz played, and then, was it Baz that got injured? or well, one of them got injured for game two, and they said to, to Joey, do you think he'd be right? And he goes, yeah, I think he'd be right.
7: Mm.
4: No match fitness, but you gamble on guys that are that good. I'm not saying Latrell's Joey, but he is elite, yeah,
1: right. It's 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 a fine line. It's a fine line to dance. Mm. Um, yeah. He's also the
4: X
6: factor sometimes. Like and especially at Origin, he he has that ability to to do the the different thing to to pull something out of nothing. Which yeah, I don't know. Like that that side. Like yeah,
1: look, the, they didn't struggle.
6: Let's no. face it, in Perth, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. the combinations. Well, We're all
1: right. as Matty John said, he said, you know, if you're a young Queenslander and you're backing up and say potentially Gagai does get the miss and they bring in a young uh, centre and you're looking up and you see Latrell, you, you you see a man, but sometimes you can play the man and not the ball at times. So it's mm, like, I'm, you daily. know, you've got an absolute legend or hero against you and, it, you know, it can create space and dangers in other um, I guess uh, unanticipated areas. So, anyway, as you as you quite rightly said, we're, 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 it was a great performance in game two, but it's an absolute different beast up there for, for game three at court.
4: I like what Freddie said. said. Yeah, okay. You look at the scoreboard, but the Kafushi send off or the Kafushi sin bin was a massive turning point. Mm. Presume yeah. that won't happen again. You're not getting that disparity no. in scores, especially no. in Queensland. So, you know, great, but it's one. Mind you, you haven't won anything. I'm yeah, going to throw, throw this out, out there. Should we oh. take
6: it? Should we take it all the way north? New South Wales did pretty well in far north Queensland yeah. last year. Let's, let's keep go, going. going. Let's go right north <laughs> with this one. They players. want to have it in Seals, Queensland. Played Singapore, in Alaska, Townsville. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah>. <laughs> the, the record's pretty good up there for New South it's Wales, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh.
4: 736 736. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Ah, by boys, maybe Latrell was just getting in first. Fre- Freddie wasn't going to pick him. Mm-hmm. We don't know.
1: Jump. Mm, yeah. but
4: interesting what he said there in that quote. Because oh, give give Crichton. What did he say? Give Crichton another it, go to, and, and let him
1: bleed in. Yeah, I, I love I, that. I it because all the chatter in. was, well, you're not yeah. sh-
4: you're not shifting burden. So if you're going to get Luttrell in there, <laughs> and, and you've got to bring Whiten back in. So say you Whiten for Talakai. Yeah. If anywhere mm. Latrell's probably playing on the right and place at Crichton. Crichton, absolutely. Yeah. And right. he would have heard that speculation. Yeah, that's so. right.
1: So he's 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 doubled down. But do you like the statement? Bleed in. I've never heard that before. Bleed in. Is that a football term? Am I just no. I... No, no, it's a
4: Luttrell term. It's a Luttrell yeah. term yeah. to
1: bleed in. I like it, though, and I'm going to use it. It'll
4: be in the vernacular before you know it.
1: Bleed, bleed in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good.
4: Okay. Uh, somebody else has bleeded in. Bleed <laughs> in to the show. Tom, Arvo boys. Isn't there a rule about saying you're not available for reps, i.e. Jamie Lyon? Well, Jamie Lyon yeah, He's never. the only exception, isn't he? Yeah, yeah but he just said, oh, I don't want to play rep footy. Yeah. And people, he was premier centre in the game, but he was true to his word and he never did. Right. Yeah. Luttrell, it's a one-off. It just seems strange to me. You're either available or you're not. Mm. Yeah, anyway, 0457 736 736, that is the text line number and the open line number 1300 01 1170. Talking about the weather, uh, it was a bit choppy all up and down the East Coast last night. Um, So my kid's soccer was on yesterday morning and we thought, oh, there's no way. It's for you to have a little sleep and get the text Fantastic news! At least the Cubs under sevens games are going ahead. Are you serious? Are you serious? So there we are. The wind's coming in sideways. I've got the brolly out. You know, I'm planting the defeat so as not to take off. And these poor kids, the ball's just stopping in the quagmire oh, in the middle wow. of the pitch. Is that that is quite the commitment? Great life on, lessons. And I was on um, fruit duty, right? Because each week the parents take turns of cutting fruit and bringing some lollies. And so there, I got to put hand out the oranges and then all in the driving range rain, and then. At the end of the day, I've got the chockeys, So I've got, like, the Cadbury mix pack, and I've got the Caramellos. Now, I don't know if it's a generational thing, but the Caramellos were a really tough sell. I would have thought nice. they would be the first chockey to be lapped up by a bunch of seven-year-olds. <laughs> mm, you know, where they sort of – they go to put the hand in, they wiggle the fingers and take it out. No, on second thought, I'll um, zzz, zzz, claw, what, move to the left what, and grab what it. What went first? Sherry Ripes were exceedingly popular. I'll tell you what stunned
3: me. Is this yeah. under-7s or under-70s? <laughs> well, what, what are you coaching? <laughs>
4: I'll tell you what. I was asking the same question at the end of it. Let, let me, Such a developed palate. I'll, I'll tell palette. you this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. What,
6: were you serving whiskey with yeah. it? <laughs>
4: yes.
6: Nipper whiskey, kids, after the game. Who was cold? Well, one of the girls <laughs> said, yeah. Do you have anything like the... the hip
4: flasks. Yeah, <laughs> <just yeah>. any, <laughs> do you have anything of the 85% dark variety? By oh. Oh, no, but the thing yeah. that got me was... The Turkish Delights went before the Caramello. Yeah, I was going to ask. It went
1: because it was in the variety pack. So it that's my be- favourite, but it wasn't my favourite until I got to sort of mid 20s. I'd never touched the Turkish Delight. Mm. I thought that no. was just a waste. Like it almost that's, didn't deserve to be there.
4: It gets a bad rap. People either love it or hate it. There's no middle ground with the Turkish Delight. Yeah, no, polarizing. but I thought everybody liked the yeah. Caramello. Yeah. But anyway, I got no. a cupboard full of Caramello <laughs> at home. <laughs> and maybe a, a few Boost stragglers here or there. I don't know. Oh four five seven seven three six. Seven three six is the text line number. Illawarra Steelers, 1982. Mm. Brooks, he was born in 1982. And he's got a deep affinity with the mighty Steelers. And Stanley the Seal Avenger was sent off in a game in 1995.
7: <laughs> was. It was a brawl
4: between Illawarra and the Tigers. He got involved. He looked like he was just trying to pull the man off. And then <laughs> Tony Mack said the ref, you, you're Gone. off. I didn't know he uh. had the, I didn't know a referee had the authority to send a send a mask got off, yeah, but apparently you do. I did watch but the it footage.
1: It looked like he was trying to break up the fight it to, did. It, to to yeah. come into his Stanley's defence. Yeah. <laughs> but he's been sent he's got
4: so his he's, marching orders. So he's... those that threw the punches are okay. <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: was
4: well, it was the eighties,
6: yeah. yeah. Maybe right. that was the offence, mate. Don't break this up. The crowd are loving yeah, it. Yeah, that was the, <laughs> o- <laughs>
4: the offence. Yeah, not diving in. So I want to get your thoughts on Latrell, oh. of course, all the NRL elections so far in round sixteen of the competition, and we can take a trip down memory lane. Some of your favorite Steelers memories it might be Stanley the Steel Avenger getting sent off you know it might be Rod Wishart it might be Alan McIndoe. Uh, who are some of your all-time favorite Steelers players 0457 736. six seven three six that is the text line number and as I mentioned the best caller or texter today is a judge by we might make mark the judge judge during the execution today all right it's a Big responsibility don't stuff it up the caller texter of the today will win a Dometic just don't speak at all. Thermo <laughs> Margaret Dometic <laughs> has you covered with a new drink where fuel your adventure with Dometic drink where we are. Up and running on a wet and windy Sunday afternoon. This is Sunday Crunch Time on SEN right around the country. Steve O'Keefe. Barney's here. I'm Jules and breaking back with more.
5: Beautifully spiked back by Cook and now Mitchell running. How oh or not panicking. Now this could be tricky. Penasini up there. So is Tapp. Unbelievable! Incredible! One ball pass, lands away, gets it on, and Opacek holds onto it. In fact, it's Gutherson, it's Clint Gutherson. the line, the tap on, trouble, all over! Goodbye! Alex Johnston gets a double! Now there's a game-turner right on half-time. 152, he joins Harold Horder, Manu Baneve, and becomes the 13th greatest scorer in rugby league history. Mitchell, Graham, Polo, yes! Jackson Paulo finally gets his try. Mitchell, oh, straight over the top of Marnie. Welcome back, Luttrell. Then on it goes. Ilias keeps it alive. Cook pits, he is.
4: We're all unabashed Kate Bush fans in the studio, so we thought we'd just let it ride. Let it ride. How's that for a tune, though? Oh, I love ready. it. You know, it's a new generation of fans. and good. You get these narky types going, Well, I was a Kate Bush fan. Well, half of them went alive in 85, so they couldn't <laughs> have been a back So it's good. And she's going, Well, great. If they want to enjoy my music, and they played on all the. Kitty's FM station Did she station have something where
1: she's broken some record thingos because uh, one of her songs was released recently and it did it top the charts? Yeah, that
4: shot straight back up to the top of the iTunes yeah, charts yeah, because yeah, of Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. Should, yeah. Well yeah, done. No, So it was
3: the longest time period between her first and her second number one hit single. Is that really? Oh, wow. In the 80s to 20s. That's yeah. God bless 40, yeah. yeah, amazing.
4: God bless her. Mm. Good on you, Kate Bush. Anyway, 30 points to 12, the Rabbitohs over the Eels. Of course, the big talking point, the return of Latrell Mitchell he looked good, Socky.
1: Uh, very good. And I think the <sighs> The mo- what, what's been frustrating as a Souths fan is their work around the edges, which has been, you know, they've, they've lacked synergy, they've lacked the timing and, you know, you can Cody Walker is my favourite player. Sometimes his body language could let the team down. It just looked like they just didn't have that. Then you add the dynamic of Latrell in who seemed to give that back line, that extra bit of metre of depth to play with. And then all of a sudden it just looks like that famous left side that Souths is famous for starts working and tuning in. You combine that with um, Isaiah Tass, that was, I mean... It's not going to go down to a try to you, but that was just an exceptional grab in the air. And then yeah. to have the ability uh, and, and nuance to, to pass the ball to Gio back on the inside. I mean, that sort of football is great to watch as a fan for anyone. Um, and against the Red Hot Parramatta side, who, again, if you're a fan of a Parramatta team, you'd be – you'd just be scratching your head, you know. You, <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde stuff, again. you know,
4: which heels? Is, is it the side that can beat Penrith, the side that can beat Melbourne, or the one that loses to the Bulldogs, that loses yeah. to the Tigers? And I, I won't say loses to the Souths because they're a better football team. And Souths have showed that when they click, and we'll trail back, they are a threatening footy team. I'm not saying that they can go all the way to the grand final, no. but they're certainly a top eight footy team.
1: Well, it's there. amazing. You talk about Caelan Ponga and he's – and we talk about that with the Knights and when he's in and out and there isn't really a difference. But then you look at that side with Luttrell. I don't know. It's one week in and I'm getting a bit excited because Luttrell's back and we've won. <laughs> but I'm like, is is he is he the difference? Is he that, that little bit of spark, the key to unlock now that back line?
6: Yeah, well – you, you talk about the body language. So I, one of the things I noticed is that they did look like they were having fun mm, playing footy again. Right, like yeah. they, after the Damien Cook try, Latrell's like first over. There's a pile on in yeah, the – uh, right. they, they just look like a bunch of blokes who are enjoying playing with each other again, which yeah. is what you
4: like to see in footy. Oh. That's what makes the Panthers so good. Absolutely. Uh, Damien Cook, speaking of, uh, he was one man that was delighted to have his teammate Latrell Mitchell back. He spoke to Fox League. <laughs>
2: Oh, look, mate, I'm proud of him. He's put in a lot of work. Uh, he's been, away, been out of the game for a long time, uh, a couple of injuries, got himself right, and, um, you know, he, he's putting his this club first. So um, as a South Sydney man, I'm very proud to, to hear that, even though he's outstanding on that stage and, you know, he deserves to be there. Um, you, know, be there. Uh, but, you know, injuries have stopped that this year, but, you know, him putting the club first, is um, that's massive for us, mate, and really proud of him. You know what? As a Queensland
4: fan, Cookie, you should follow suit, buddy. You should follow suit. <laughs> Solidarity <laughs> with Latrell. <laughs> Just sit, sit
1: this one out, champion.
4: Uh, Jack White can come on and see if a can retain his spot. <laughs> oh, we've got to give a mention, too, to Tommy Burgess. He was huge, Big 175 metres This is his meters, best
1: isn't? season, uh, hands down, in a side that's been struggling through the middle with errors. And, you know, I usually look at Tom Burgess. As, well, the Burgess brothers in total. You the Burgess. Oh, yeah. The, yeah they, they, I mean, they dropped the ball for fun. But he's been a standout in that forward pack, um, you know, when we've lost the likes of uh, uh, sewer, obviously, to the Dragons and, and having a lot of errors and, and not a lot of success through the middle. He was outstanding. He ran for 184 metres, 36 tackles in in 60 minutes. And the other positive, Lockie Ilias um, got binned after 30 minutes.
9: He um, looked confident, didn't he? And well, he's, he's
4: running the footy a bit more. That was might have been the knock on him. Sometimes he probably played a bit too conservative. Yeah. Though.
1: I think you're forgetting. I mean, he's in his first season, he's 15, right. 16 games. And I think if Demetrio had his time again, you wouldn't be sacking. You wouldn't be pulling him. You, you want that play to learn in that situation when it was against the Dragons. They had a better second half. Um, and, you know, if I was being brutally honest, and again, Cody, my favourite player, I wouldn't have sacked the young inexperienced guy. I'd be going to one of the leaders in that group and saying, right, that's what's going to happen if we play that bad of footy. I'm not going to pick the youngest and the easiest, I guess, to take out of the team. I'm going to take one of the big guns out and pull them. Look, a week's a long time in football because they've really turned it around and turned it on. Um, and it's great to see him back as well. Lockie List had a good game. Yeah, on Tom
6: Burgess too, after the... the Hip replacement. Like my nan had a hip replacement. Yeah. I don't think she did 184 <laughs> meters for the
1: rest of her life. Like yeah. the fact that he's doing it in one game—it's it's
7: amazing. amazing She's <laughs> in back.
1: Well, the Souths have got a pretty open roster next well, year, as your nan, uh, <laughs> <do>. <laughs> oh, you
4: know. They do. Andy longer with us, but uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, oh, She god would play South <laughs> even if
6: she was, right? Oh my
4: god, fit <laughs> in the Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> They like the
10: slightly older roster, don't
4: they? Uh, Speaking of uh, Latrell Mitchell, Andrew Johns on Sports Sunday this morning on the Nine Network had this to say. I
10: thought it was a really selfless act because there was going to be talk about it all week and probably would have had pressure on Brad Fittler, whether they pick him or not, and the pressure would flow over to the team. But a selfless act by Latrell. Well, Caelan had two uh, concussions in three weeks. This was the second one, obviously, in Origin 2. Uh, by the protocols the NRL set in place, he couldn't play on Friday night for the Knights against the Titans by, by all accounts, he'd pretty much passed all the tests, but for, uh, for one reason or other, well no, the guidelines are there he couldn't play, but unfortunately he'll be right for Origin 3
4: There you go, so Andrew Johns, he's got the ear to the ground of all things Newcastle, so he's basically given the green light to Caelan for game 3 but Latrelli, you said it was a selfless act mm. uh, You know what, in one sense yes, but yeah, I don't know. Can you be on the fence with these sorts of things? I don't know. I do think it's like you know the the
6: sometimes the 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 extra pressure and the confusion that comes with it. If he doesn't feel he's ready for mm. him just to say no, nah, yeah. let's let's put a pin in this now. Mm. Um, you know that's that's uh, that's not. I think that's pretty selfless and pretty uh, putting New South Wales first in in some ways. You know, mm. even though he's putting South first, I'd still think. You know what? Just. If he really is putting New South Wales, you know, wants to do the right thing for New South Wales, go into camp and just be there around the boys. Don't yeah. play for Souths this week uh, against <laughs> the Knights. Um, I think that's
4: reasonable.
1: Yeah, just do so what you into did. Run the, run the, uh, <laughs> the uh, caramellos out for the yeah, boys and exactly. the oranges. And uh,
6: You're an inspiration,
4: <laughs> Luttrell. You know, <laughs> he, he should be around the group. <laughs> He's the Dom Pirate, isn't he? Of <laughs> <the New South. laughs> He's putting New South Wales first. I like this one, Bill from Bondi. Uh, hello, Bill. On the back of Luttrell's declaration of being unavailable for origin, I too want to let Freddie know that. I'm unavailable. <laughs> also yeah. unavailable for the next test in Sri Lanka, the T20 World Cup and Davis
7: Cup selection as well. <laughs> Love your show.
4: Clubhouse yeah. leader, Bill. Clubhouse leader. Uh. I'll tell you what, you could have a Dometic Thermomark in your hot little hand uh, uh. within the space of a week. Jason Demetrio, well, they needed to bounce back. He's, I've got to wrap on Demetrio. Isn't it funny how the minute you drop a couple of games, everyone wants to sack the coach? And I know we, the knives are out for Holbrook. We'll get to that later. But Jason Demetrio, in the post-match press conference had this to say about the Bunnies' performance.
5: Yeah, uh, yeah, Benji, it's huge. You know, we were disappointed in the first 30 minutes against the Dragons. It felt like we didn't respect the opportunity that was in front of us and we didn't commit to the 80 minutes performance. And that's disappointing as a coach. You want your boys to turn up and give their all. And you don't always get it right, but we need to make sure we turn it up. And I thought we saw a much improved performance tonight. And we need to back it up now. We need to go to Newcastle next week with that same energy. What's he talking about?
1: (laughs) They need to. Different energy. Don't bother backing it up, boys. (laughs) Will they? Let's hope not. The record would say that they wouldn't, but uh, (laughs) yeah. yeah. So anyway, we'll wait for next week. Let's just, let's revel in that performance. Uh, and on the back of the Luttrell thing as well, um, only his fifth game of the season and spent 12 weeks on the sideline. So, you know, as I said, personally, I wouldn't pick him just based purely on the back of that. It mm. is a different beast up there. It's a different level of energy. What was there in the first game? I think there was 70 more play the balls in the first origin than the average yeah. you know, rugby league game. Yeah. It's a different pace, different context. Yeah. Um,
6: and that is the one thing all the, uh, all the ex-Origin players will tell you is that the thing that surprises them when they make their debut is how much quicker it is. Yeah. And, I mean, a hamstring in- injury, like I know he's been and seen, you know, the world-renowned expert and had – but yeah. hamstrings – Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Just the clapping oh, the, the, <laughs> <and> the hands the hands <laughs> and the, the rub. There. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> From the karate kid, it, yeah. Failed, sweep so. the leg, yeah. Uh, before we
4: get to the break, uh, death, taxes, and an Alex Johnson double. They are, some oh. of, they are the three of the certainties in life. Uh, he's like he's getting better with age. age, is age that finish so. that finish of the first
1: oh. try in the corner was as good a finish as, and I think Dimitri used to use the coach's words, was as good a finish you would see in dry weather, let alone wet weather. He's just mm. gaining more and more confidence. Um, we'll get back to you on the exact stats, but the, the 212 from Irvine um, that we're looking at as the all-time try scorer yeah. is in danger. If he averages, you know, one and a half tries a game for a season, and he's... You know, I mean, he's mid twenties, uh, mid to late twenties. He's going to break that record, and I think he'll fly straight through that record. But uh, one of the really good guys too, Alex Johnson, Shabby, like, he's like, really nice. Yeah. guy. Did you sign the petition to keep him at the Bunnies? Did you? I, no way. <laughs> I, I would loved to have seen him go to the Knights. Uh,
6: <laughs> no, but it is. That's that's funny. That's the they, the old saying in uh, in sport is you know if you listen to the fans, you end up sitting with them. But he proved that wrong. Like, they, they were looking to looking to let him go. And, yeah. uh, gee, he's repaid the fans that signed that, <laughs> signed yeah, that petition, absolutely. hasn't he? Yeah, absolutely,
4: yeah. Yeah, Clint Gupperson, he scored a double in the loss. They had only 11 play the balls in the Rabbitohs 20-metre zone. So it's, you know, as we said before, it's a, For a, a great football, so, yeah.
1: forward pack, a great now mm-hmm. dynamic yeah. uh, middle uh, spine that is now creating opportunities. As I said, I'm just so lost with this Parramatta team um, with where they're going to finish up, you know. I don't think, you know, I look at South and I go, right, that thir- that 30 minute performance against St George, you should not have that. You can only maybe have one of those what the f moments a season and that was South's uh, moments, but Para, they just seem to have them in consecutive weeks these what the f moments where you're just like, how are these how is this side ever going to challenge the top even though you know they're potentially so good. The difference between their best and their worst yeah. is just horrendous.
6: Yeah, I I got a mate who's a Para fan and after the Bulldogs loss he was he was like, and I said to him, "Don't worry. Like, yes, you've lost to the two, t- you've lost to uh, teams in last twice now, <laughs> but don't worry about <laughs> <That's> that. Really <laughs> reassuring." Well, I just said to him, "They're not going to play finals. You're also, you've uh, beaten, you know, Melbourne, Melbourne yeah. and you've beaten Penrith, Penrith. Like, you're the only team to do that. So, yeah, yeah. They're, they're the guys you've got to worry about in the finals. But losing to South, South will be in the finals, finals. mix. So
1: that's the that's yeah. the worry. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the lack of performance, and as you said, that go forward and that opportunity to use that strike power, which is which has served them well mm. at times. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean they play
4: great expansive football, but that you know Moses trying that tap on with the Johnston intercept before halftime didn't need to be done. Oh four five seven mm. seven three six seven three six Dometic thermo mug to give away on the program today. I want to get your thoughts about anything so far in the National Rugby League or anything sport for that matter? And Latrell, did you make the right call by saying no to Freddie for Origin three Sunday crunch time? <laughs> now Hiku
0: throws one out the back. Townsend facing his own try line, oh, left oh, it oh, behind. And the Broncos think they might have stolen one here. Billy Walters, is it a try? Give it.
3: Now they come out. Oh,
0: intercepts. Talwagi accepts the gift. And we're going to be all tied up in the Queensland derby. The Cowboys fans, pretty pumped about that one. From close range, hitting and spinning his way over second try in the NRL for Griffin Meeam. Townsend now right hand side. Drinkwater over the top. Perfection and Kyle Felt finishes this time. Chance. Man. Surely. Corey Oates in the corner and Brisbane have some life. Robson straight off the back of the scrum and the Broncos so many, crack. Is anything, what a anything. season he is having. Well, 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 Reese Robson what a pickup. Bobo takes them on. He'll get there this time. And the comeback is on. Another centre field scrum. Drink ball. Beautiful. Catch and pass. Taolongi. Teamwork got out of the way. He's and they away. score from a centre field scrum again.
4: So the Cowboys keep on keeping on. Another win. They now sit tied. Second with the Melbourne Storm and the ladder still a, a monster. Six points behind. The Penrith Pampers were clearly the team to beat. A really entertaining game of footy, this one. It was 34-14 with about eight minutes to go, and you thought, oh, they're gone here, the Bronx. And then the mm. next thing you know, bang, bang, a couple of converted tries. And they were. And then the Cowboys kicked one out in the full. So Brisbane got a penalty from halfway. Okay, here we go. He's another wave of Broncos attack, and then a really uh, uncharacteristic error from Pat Carragher who spilt the ball, and that was pretty much it. But, um, you know, little brother versus big brother. And there are two teams that, that have surprised a lot of the pundits this year.
1: Yeah, it was an entertaining first half, particularly mm. after we watched the, the. I watched the the Cronulla and Bulldogs game, which was one out in that torrential rain, and then, you know, you watched a really end to end sort of game of football. Um, I got to watch the first half, and I was. I think it was a, well, I was a bit surprised with Adam Reynolds and his, I guess, his poor kicking game and then probably poor body language as well, which was unsuspected, which sort of set the tone.
4: He didn't look fit, did he? Like he's protecting those ribs?
1: Protecting mm-hmm. his ribs. And it, it played into his kicking game. They play, had, put a lot of pressure on his kicking game um, and it and it showed. I mean, he kicked one dead off the floor, which he argued about and was wrong. And he wanted to use his captain's challenge <laughs> and then continued to argue about it, which is Adam Reynolds-like. A couple of his midfield bombs got caught in the deep um, and was just, I think, off for the whole night, which sort of set the tone. But it didn't let down in in in, in the way of uh, points being scored. As you said, Jeremiah Nani scored again. You know, for a back row to have 12 tries in 14 games yeah. is unbelievable to sit him in the top five. Um, and the Cowboys at home are starting to create this aura around them now, a bit like Penrith at home, where they're just, when they fly up north, um, they're just unbeatable. Um, and again, it showed, they you know, switched off maybe in the last 10 minutes, but to to rack up a 20 point lead when the history of those two sides over the last sort of few contests has been extremely tight. Uh, That's a big win.
6: And they're well-matched sides this season too. Mm. Um, But I talk about the breath of fresh air though, when you went from watching that, that, Absolute slugfest in the mud to this. And it's It's horrible. It was sold out up there in North Queensland. And like you said, they they are getting that bit of a fortress mentality. Even down, I don't know if you noticed, um, I heard on the coverage, you could just hear it over the ground announce about two minutes ago in the first half. I think one of the Brisbane players knocked on. And they played the old sad trombone um, sound effect through the, the PA. Like
11: even the ground announcers Are heckling it. and
6: yeah, giving, it, giving it to them. So uh, I can see why, you know, potentially you're making a few errors. The ground announcers hitting sound effects, you, you would be a <laughs> yeah, bit precious off. Yeah.
7: You
4: know what kills me as a Dragons fan? And I'm happy for him. Reese Robson plays so well. Right. And, mm. because he, he couldn't get a run behind, he was stuck behind Cam McInnes, so he went and then Cam goes and yeah. we've got Macker. We love Macker. He's, he's part of the family here. But, yeah. you know, I'm happy to see you play really well. And the thing about it is now that if, if Corrasour Cook falls over injured, he's next cab off the ring for a blue jersey, Bruce Robson. Mm. That's how wow. highly he's regarded his
1: mm. form this season. And mm. that side has just been turned around. It's remarkable to think where both teams were 12 months ago to yeah. where both teams... Uh, now, And we you talk about on this show or people do in the press about coaches and getting the sack. Well, I think full credit has to go out, which probably isn't said enough. You know, when coaches are going well, you very rarely, I guess, talk about them. When they're going poorly, they seem to get all the minutes. But, um, you know, Kevi up there is doing a great job uh, along with Todd. So, uh, you know, it's I think... There's so much expectation now in these two teams to continue on that form. And I think this is when it can get quite tricky for a lot of teams. You've done well. You've had a bit of pressure. You've switched off. You've had the buy round, And now it's like, oh, hang on. Now we're getting into the money rounds. We're expected to make the eight. We're expected to maybe push harder and get into the four. This is where the pressure becomes a little bit different. Um, So I'll be following the form of these two teams Quite closely, and hope that both of them for Queensland 40, that they both finish in the eight. And to our Queen, new Queensland listeners, of course, we'll be hoping the same thing. I'd imagine. Well, it's good for Queens It's
6: good for the comp when the Queensland sides are doing
4: well. Totally, like, it's, mm. it's totally. it is a passionate state for rugby league, especially with a new team coming in. Yes, one hundred percent. Right? It, it, it sort of helps the justification of, of picking them in the first place. Exactly right. right, and good. Yeah. Like, it is good to see. To, I mean, Todd Payton was under a lot of pressure, especially
6: early doors. You know, when he the way he was dealing with um, uh, Jason Tamalolo and yeah. you know, playing him short in minutes and then they no not Hasn't a lot of people were big on the Chad
4: Townsend signing at mm. the time but that has worked yeah. out beautifully for I agree. Them. I agree. Yeah. It was one of the toughest pre-seasons ever. But yeah. the defense was shot last year. He's a good play, he's a good coach, Todd Payton mm. and, and he had that short stint with the Warriors and we saw what he was capable of. Don't underestimate estimate either the the input that Dean Young has had yep. mm. to that side. And we'll, we'll ask Tom Gilbert about it because I'm going to chat with Tommy after the oh, good. Uh, well, We don't do news, but let's just say the break at 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. The thing about it is, Socky, just to your point, two teams doing well. Uh, I just think at the back end of the season, the Cowboys still look more likely to me as the team to respond to those pressure situations. So they had to shut up shop when Brisbane were coming back. And then you think about the last outing against Manly where the game was gone. They were chasing the game and they managed to do it.
1: Yeah, look, I think the hallmark of any good team is... Uh, their defence and I think what what has served uh, Brisbane so well I think in the last six seven rounds is I think they're only conceding on average around 12 to 14 points a game and I think that's you know if you're scoring points like both of these teams are both averaging 20 in the high 20s and plus if you, it's, it's all earmarked around defence and if you're doing that well you're going to do well.
4: Well he is arguably the buyer of the year we mentioned his name Chad Townsend he spoke after the game.
3: Yeah, for
12: us, I think it's been uh, consistency of one, I think. You know, for us, toddie has been pretty fortunate to put in the same team every single week. We've had consistent training, consistent coaching, consistent messages, and it's been like that pretty much since day one. So, you know, we keep referring back to our pre-season and how hard it was, and it's put us in really good stead for, you know, the season and where we're at at the moment.
4: They're flying at the moment, the Cowboys. Well done to them, and as I mentioned, we'll talk to Tom Gilbert after 1 o'clock, and I think... um, He's been doing some digging here, Mark, and I think he's had access to the Queensland Country Bank Stadium sound effects database. Am I right there, Mark? Okay, right here. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the classic sad trombone. Oh, 0457 736 736. This is Sunday Crunch Time. Well, I hope you're having as much fun this Sunday afternoon as we are here in the studio. We've got Barney. We got Socky. I'm Jill's oh four five seven seven three six seven three six out. Tom Arbo, boys. Maybe Latrell was told by South we just paid for the rehab in the US. You're not playing Origin.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I mean that would been yeah. business class flights, that was the deal. and I've been yeah. looking at flights lately to go overseas. So you're looking at what does that set you back? It'd be twelve grand return business. You'd mm. imagine he'd be flying at the pointy end. Then he would have been put up. And I think the the trainer that he was with is like something like five grand a session or something silly like that wow. to be with this world class. So. You think about a club that's probably footing up. You're telling about, me healthcare in the US is expensive? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So I mean, the, the footage back <laughs> of that was just classic of him just standing on a ball with a hula hoop on his hand, and I'm like, this is this is comical.
4: Yeah, uh, it's
6: a, he's learning circus tricks yeah. while he's over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: we'll anyway, like, yeah,
4: please. bang on, bang on. The golden rule: he who has the gold makes the rules, and at the moment, Souths have the gold because they are the ones that are paying him. Now, Billy Slater has just. Revealed on the Sunday footy show that Felice Kafusi will be out of state of origin three. Uh, he has the Melbourne back row flown to the States. His dad is really unwell. So his dad's pretty sick. That's the reason he missed the manly clash the other night. So Felice Gafusi, uh, we wish him and his family all the best. His dad's not doing too well at the moment. He's flown to the States. He's out of origin three, which means there is now an opening in the back row. So who do you pick? 0457 736 736. As mentioned, we'll speak to Tommy Gilbert after 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, but do you look at another Cowboy, potentially? Does Jai Arrow get a start? I mean, there's a couple of options that Billy has at his disposal.
1: Yeah, well, we might be fortunate. Well, let's have a look. So you've got Nani, both Firma, Capewell, Cohen Hess is playing reasonable football He's at the moment. Firma's in the squad, yeah. Firma's in the squad, um, and we're chatting to... Barney, we are chatting to... Tom Gilbert? Tommy yes. Gilbert. Tommy Gilbert. Tommy Gilbert. So maybe he's got the news before us and we can Ooh. just... uh can be might, exclusive. This might be the scoop. Well, yes.
4: it's <laughs> interesting you say that because after North Queensland defeated Manly and Todd Payton in the press conference said, oh, has done his hammy, yeah, it's going to be three to five weeks. I feel for the bloke is going to miss Origin. Mm. Uh, Murray Talungi had a bit of a knock. goes, oh, Murray should be fine for Origin. Sort of dot, dot, dot. If he gets selected. And I thought, did he let it slip? Did he know that Talangi was already going to be in the wing ahead of Corey Oates? And sure enough, he was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe he knows.
1: He knows. Can we maybe... Ring it out of him. Let's just... Can we prank call him? I mean, he's not going to know the number. Can we ring up as Billy Slater? Yeah, can you do Billy really Slater? No, I can do it. I can <laughs> yeah. do a few. Do do I don't know if I can do Billy. Oh, I've got too much <laughs> Can Could you give us an Alan Jones <laughs> before we go? No, no, Just Sometime good, today I want to hear an Alan Jones. Good Alan things come Jones. to those who <laughs>
4: wait. Good things come to those who <laughs> wait. Tug Seahawk says, G'day, fellas. Chocolates for the kids after a game. Didn't happen in my day. All we ever got was a can of soft drink and a pack of chips on yeah. sign-on day only. Yeah, things have changed.
1: Is it, am I molly-coddling molly them by giving them caramelos? Playing in this weather, you are certainly not molly-coddling. No, I think no, it's, no, a, it's a driving rain. Yeah, yeah I know. added with the whiskey that you threw in with yeah, the cherry ripe. Right. That's actually really... <laughs> the good people at
4: Larke Distillery Hobart, good afternoon <laughs> to you. <laughs> 0457 736 736. Keep those texts coming in. We've got a Dometic Thermo mug coming away. I'm coming your way today. This is NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Robson Civil. Yes, yeah, second hour of the program, Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. 736 I hope you're having a... Pretty decent Sunday afternoon. You're staying warm, you're staying dry. Wherever you tuned in, 1170 Sydney, 1620 in the Gold Coast. And to our brand new friends, gentlemen, on SENQ on 693 and, of course, across the globe in the SEN app, Steve O'Keefe's with us, Andrew Barnett as well. I'm Julian King. Now, we talked about the mighty Cowboys. just before the break, they've knocked off a bigger brother. The Brisbane Broncos in a pretty entertaining game of footy last night, 40 points to 24. They now sit alongside the Melbourne Storm, second place on the ladder. Who saw that coming at the start of the season? They're on 24 points. They trailed the Panthers by six. A man who was instrumental in the win last night was big Tommy Gilbert. The back rower is on the line right now. G'day, Tom.
12: Yeah, G'day, guys. Thank you very much for having me.
4: Pleasure. Congratulations on the win. Uh, it got a bit lurky at the end, didn't it, when the Bronx went
12: bang, bang? Oh, that's the scary thing about playing the Bronx. When they got players like Cobo and Stags and stuff, who can turn the game on its head in a heartbeat, it was um, definitely stressful. But um, you know, we found a way at the end of the day. So, uh,
1: Tom Steve O. Yeah, was- Steve O'Keefe here. Uh, congratulations on to the start of your season, mate. You're playing um, outstanding footy. We're hearing some rumours uh, that Kafusi may be out of Origin uh you haven't had any surprise phone calls yet that you might have had a call up into the origin team that you could give us a
12: scoop on at all yeah i had a surprise call from a radio place today so, um... <laughs> who was that <laughs> Steve a. Keith.
1: ah beautiful mate beautiful um no,
12: no, nothing no no nothing no no it's um obviously i'm you know the the team and um, myself and our performances you know we're in a really good place right now and from the spot we were 12 months ago, you know, I, I don't want to get greedy or upset about things like that. And I, I don't, but um, no, I'm just really happy with <laughs> So you're, not no. you're,
1: you're ruling yourself out, are you? He's <laughs> <No. laughs> yeah. no, got a secretly Uco
4: and Hess food poisoning,
12: I reckon. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, anyhow, it, it is a, um, we are in a good spot as the club, so it's hard not to enjoy footy at the moment, just in general. So, um yeah, I'm not gonna get greedy, of course.
6: Yeah, mate, uh Barney here, it's it was a it wasn't the best start to the game on the first try. Peter Hicku trying for the little uh pass out the back and basically on oh, gifting the Bronx. Without you um rolling him under the bus. I know he is a Kiwi. I noticed on the website his uh his favourite athlete growing up was Dan Carter and he wanted to be an all black. <laughs> was he like was he looking for a box kick from Chad Townsend? What was going on? Did you think he was playing union,
12: mate? Yeah. Oh, he maybe forgot that we have tackle counts and <laughs> possessions are more important. But no, I think he just tried to. It is an asset, the offload, but um, obviously within good measure.
4: Tell us about the recruitment of Chad Townsend. There was so much said about it, wasn't there, in the off season? But it's quite remarkable, I guess, the balance he's brought to that side. I mean, he showcased a hell of a lot of young talent last year. That maybe a few of the blokes were, were played ahead of their time. But I mean, I think about. You know, Murray Talangi and Hamaso and Jeremiah who's just gone from strength to strength. Griffin Neem, you know, Tommy Deed, and these guys are all sort of twenty two or under. Mm. Uh, what does Chad bring to these young talented players?
12: Yeah, I think he probably gives that sense of professionalism, direction off the field, you know, where where we want to go as a team. And um fortunately for us we got a half back. Obviously it's a big cog in the team, but we had a half back that won a premiership and um he probably wasn't playing his best football at the Sharks. So um, not only did he just, um, you know, came up here with the opportunity for a contract, but he came up here really motivated, um, really motivated to make sure that, um, to turn this team around and obviously his own form. And I think it's a reflection. And like you said, you mentioned those blokes' names, names who are having, you know, breakout seasons and just playing good footy. And it's off the back of now we've, I guess we've got this sense of, um, a bit of a leadership group forming. Um, you know, uh, Tama Lolo, Jordan McLean, Chad Townsend, um, and probably I'd say Ruben Cotter as well. Those blokes are just stepping up in that front and I guess taking a few boys each under their wings and um, showing them the way. And, and, you know, I guess years gone past, we haven't had that.
6: Mate, uh, Luciano Lailoa uh, made his debut for the club and uh, on also on his 100th NRL game. How is he fitting in up there in the north, mate?
12: Yeah, awesome. You know, really good. It's a good time of year to come up in winter, not summer. <laughs> uh, so good, True. good time to settle in. But um, you know, just talking to the club and you know the coaches, and you know they, they wanted him here. Um, they, they obviously signed him for a reason. And um, the playing group we wanted him too. We um, obviously lost Healy to a um, you know, end of season um, injury in his ACL, and he was a big part of us. He gives us so much options in terms of our forward pack that he can come onto the edge, and you know I can move into the middle and stuff. And um, you know to, to get in a timing right of that with Leilua coming in, you know, it means we can keep that kind of rotation going and um, gives a bit more depth in the squad as well. So, uh, yeah, you know, he's fitting in awesome. He's a really good fella. I, um, he's a bit quiet. I thought he'd be a bit louder, but um, maybe just his first week. But, um, you know, it's such a pretty cool, Yeah, you know, he's obviously got a future here at the club and um, he's got his 100th game and debut on the same night and a, and a good win, in, you know, a packed stadium. And uh, it's quite fitting for him. It's hopefully the telling story of, his career
4: at the Cowboys. Tom, uh, we mentioned there Chad Townsend. I spoke to Peter Hick, who's been another good sort of experienced acquisition for the Cowboys. Uh, I spoke to him during the week, and I asked him about the coaches you have there, Toddie Payton and then Dean Young, and it's it's fascinating. You said what they're really good at doing through the whole preseason and now are playing good cop, bad cop. Is that true? Can you elaborate on that for us? (laughs)
12: Yeah, but the thing is, they take turns at it. So, yes, you know, he said no, the same there's no thing. <laughs> there's no consistency. So if you're a young bloke, Dino's going to come at you. And if you're an older bloke, Toddy's going to come at you. So yeah. um, I'm kind of lucky because I'm in that
7: in know, between. Like
12: mid-range. Of, yeah. So I, I, I don't really cop it too bad. But um, no, nah, they, they, it's funny because they do compliment each other in each video session, no word of a lie. It is okay, one's a good cop, one's a bad cop. And it, it, is, it is actually, now that you've said it, I, I don't know if I'll be too serious in the next team meeting, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> I love that, mate. Love to hear that. Um, I'm just going through your player profile on here, Tommy, and it sounds like you and I would get along quite well. Favourite movie, Step Brothers, with Will Farrell. So That's a, that is a big tick. I've probably watched that 10 times. Your first job was working at Macca's. Were you flipping, flipping uh, yeah. patties there, were you, mate, or...?
12: Oh, I was on the deep fryer for about um, three shifts, and um, <laughs> was the you got you got
1: done for stealing nuggets, <laughs> didn't you? Just one for you, one for <laughs> me. Yeah. We've all done that. Um, and Thomas Shelby, have you seen the latest season of Peaky Blinders? Yeah. And do you own yeah. one of the caps up there? Do you wear it around at North Queens or
12: anything? You, think? you no, might get ostracised. Yeah. No, no, I, I don't. Um, uh, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't have one, but I do love the Peaky Blinders season and series, and I finished that within the first week it came out. So, a bit what disappointed you, it's over, but Stranger Things just came out, so I'll get on top of that now. Beautiful, mate.
6: Nice. On the Peaky Blinders, What, like, obviously, end of the year, you know, there's the club functions, there's Dally M's. If we see you on a red carpet somewhere, what's the chance <laughs> yeah. we're going to see you full Peaky Blinders? I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking waistcoat
12: suit, the uh, whole thing, mate. Yeah. Well, I think if Oh, I get on a red carpet in the air. It'll be by pure luck, and I don't want to carry on about it. So I'll just <laughs> go back, <laughs> and, um, I'll just play the um, the humble guy that's just lucky to be there, <laughs> the passenger.
4: Well, you will be, I reckon, next year. Certainly, we're heading there to the Dolphins. So I'm just reading a North Devils Junior, and, and the thing about it, this, is why I love Tommy Gilbert, uh, oh, there's no tougher in the Q Cup the North Devils players because they play at their home game called or home ground called Bishop Park. The nickname is Bashup Park, right? right. I mm. spoke to the great Queensland legend Brian Niebling a few weeks back, and he said, "Tom, back in the day at Bashup Park, I kid you not, they would have chunks of metal on the ground, and they'd gash their legs and have to have a tetanus shot after each one. So they breed you tough up there." <laughs>
12: Oh well, I, I haven't had any. Uh, well, I haven't had any memories like that at North. I have good memories, but um, now there were stories of that, obviously, and um, uh, it's a good. It's a good club in terms of you know we we do know past players. Um, you know, like players like Kevy Carmichael, who didn't play first grade, but um, he was a big influence at North Devils. And um, for me, I was really lucky because I played my whole juniors there, and uh, I enjoyed every moment of it. And obviously, the player I am today is because of people and coaches I had there. So it is a great club.
1: Mate, you've been the surprise packet, um, no doubt, of the season and have been in many pre-seasons where you have the talks and you change the culture and you talked about leadership. If you had to pin it to one or two things as to why the Cowboys season has been turned around and you're having so much success, what would you put it down as?
12: Um, Yeah, it's obviously... I actually got asked this question two weeks ago. Um, And um, I guess it's the combination of a couple of things. I think think the big thing for us was belief um, and um, obviously leadership too as well was big, as I mentioned before. Um, And then you throw that with hard work, belief, leadership, and then you mix that in with some boys having breakout seasons, Mm. Chad Townsend, Valentine Holmes, Jordan McLean, finding um, career best form again. You know, you put that on top of, um, that with a run of, you know, good run of injuries and stuff, and um, you know, you get you get what we have now, and I think that's a byproduct. Um, it's also patience. You know, last year, we probably haven't spoken us enough because we um, haven't talked too much about last year. But the last twelve rounds, and especially probably the last six to eight, when it looked like maybe a season, but we we were still getting flogged in season, and people could look back and go maybe that's why you weren't winning games there but what it was is was sending up setting up the foundation of what the Cowboys are trying to be today and that's good people and um, tough footy players that just train hard with you know no complaints and no second thoughts about doing the tough stuff and I guess we laid those um, foundations down you know in the season last year and um, we persisted at that and um, we got flogged in pre-season and, you know, we don't have any regrets of the pain we went through. Um, and then, like I said, I guess the product of that is now that some blokes are getting picked in Oregon sides and um, some blokes are pa- playing career best footy and, you know, we're having fun. We're enjoying each other's company and um, you know, life's really good up here in Townsville and, and, and like you said, I'm going to the Dolphins and it'll, it'll be tough to miss, but it's good to see this club, you know, making their fans proud and, um, you know, a, a working community and putting them on the map once again as a footy footy town.
6: Yeah mate, you're talking about the the tough preseason with Toddy Payton and Dean Young. Um then you're off to the Dolphins playing under <laughs> Wayne Bennett. How do you think that's <laughs> gonna be different?
12: Oh uh, obviously it's a new challenge. It's actually an exciting challenge. Um look I hope you know, I know I am still young but you know, I've learned some really good qualities from Todddy and Dino and I really hope that I get to carry them on and take them down to the dolphins and help, you know, build that culture down there. And hopefully I'm able to have a bit of a, maybe not a voice, but can, you know, show through actions through what Dino and Toddy have, um, you know, taught me in the last couple of years about um, being a first grader. And, um, you know, I I, I have no doubt Wayne will, um, you know, appreciate that because him and Dino were, Dan Young were quite close during their coaching uh, through his playing career through the Dragons. uh, I really hope that, you know, what I've learned from the Cowboys can just flow on into next year and, you know, then again, then I can learn off, you know, the Storm boys that are coming there and um, a couple of the older boys and, you know, get a bit of balance right and get my game even better.
6: Mate, I've got to ask, though, Wayne obviously is massive in the recruitment for the Dolphins. What is it like? This is for every uh, lady and man out there who wants to know, what is it like to be wooed by Wayne Bennett? Hubba, <laughs> hubba. Oh. <hubber. laughs>
12: I think he's, um, no, he, he he plays you cool, I think, to the media. But it, um, you know, I was very lucky enough to go meet him with my partner and I. And, um, you know, he, he's a really respectful guy that um, spoke really honestly to me and um, gave me some really good um, advice about football and life as well. And, um, you know, just from having a sit-down talk with my partner and him. And, um, you know, it, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely different to what I thought it would be. But... Um, Like every player who's been coached by him and says how they're his favourite coach and he's such a good person. It it was everything that all the players had told me about him, which um, was very comforting to make that decision.
4: 124 metres, 30 tackles. He had a solid game last night. Tommy Gilbert, all the best with the Cowboys for the remainder of the season and the years beyond when you do play under Wayne at the Dolphins, you never know. Keep the phone on because it says here, what is something you think is underrated, turning your phone off? I would suggest maybe just ignore <laughs> that uh, maybe for the next few days. Keep it you on, just, mate. You just never, <laughs> never know. Thanks for your time today.
12: Thanks, guys. Have a good one.
4: Thank yeah, you very much. Yeah, he's a great fellow, isn't he, Tom Gilbert? Uh, didn't turn 19 till late in the season. So they're young. they just because you're bevy of really young players. Really
1: yeah. And just,
6: just such a mature head on it yeah, for what,
1: such a young That life. was. Um, we've been pretty lucky. I mean, we've had Chad Townsend and Scotty Drinkwater, mm. all of them, extremely respectful family, have got a great holistic nature where football sits in their life. And then you listen to someone like Tommy who is 19, did you say? Is that how old he is or is he a bit older? Uh, he's, anyway, he's, he's young. young. Yeah, he's We're going to say. We'll call it young. Mm. But to be so mature and and, and understand and recognise the leadership that he's got in the club. Um, understand his his place, to be able to be a big part of turning that club around and then also being really respectful in the fact that he's going to the Dolphins but still has a big job to do and wants to learn under Wayne. Um, yeah. Ripper, what a legend. 21-21. Now,
4: the Warriors and the Tigers, that game coming up in about 45 minutes' time. A huge game too, of course, being the return to Mount Smart Stadium. that haven't played there since 2019. The team lists are in, of course. You would have heard the news during the week that Reese Walsh, sadly, was ruled out. Because of COVID, Chanel Harris-DeVita will start at full-back in 14. Adam Pompey in the centres for the Warriors in jumper 18. Ewan Aiken moves to the back row in jumper 4. Aaron Penne will start in the front row in jumper 20. With Adam Fanua blake dropping back to the bench. Freddie Lussick joins the pine in jumper number 22. And uh, Eliezer Katoa. He's the eighteenth man in jersey number sixteen for the Tigers. Uh, Jimmy the Chet. It's a timely return for him from injury. He will start in the centres, as you know, in jumper number four. Alex Safar from the back row in jumper sixteen, and a couple of debutants boys on the bench. So this this might be a little a nice little trick play by our dear mate Brett Noddy for uh, Finua Polle and Austin Diaz both made their day de- making their debuts today in jumpers number seventeen <laughs> and twenty respectively. Jacob Little, the eighteenth man, they are both Kiwis. So I wonder if this is sort of his play, Noddy, to kind of neutralise the return home effect. Mate, I think he's just saved on airfares. He's picked him out of A grade over <laughs> <Yes>. in Auckland.
7: <laughs> Call it, local. yeah.
1: What size are you, mate? Here's a jersey. That should work. Get, it would be the look. worst tactic, would it, when you're not doing well? Just pick the next best crop that's already playing over there in Auckland and uh, run out with them. There's but plenty of good ones. Yeah, it's hmm. going to be a big round. A big. Uh, for me, this is the game of the round, even though we've already watched some exciting games and – and, and, and whatever else, seeing that how the Warriors respond. They've got a circuit breaker now of having spending so far away from home. Mm. Um, they're a passionate, football-loving country. Uh, and like we said earlier, that we need Queensland teams doing well. We also need you know Auckland playing well for a strong competition. And I think the way that they respond um, over there is important. And on the flip side, you've got you know Noddy, who's coached for two games, been thumped by 30-plus points in two games. He's really got to stand up this week as well if he wants to put his name forward being a coach again next season. If you want to
4: listen to that game, uh, you can hear it live on the SEN app. How would you... you A lot of people have been talking about ways to, I guess, thank the Warriors for the sacrifice they've made in the (laughs) past two and a half years. I mean... Would you look at a magic round locked in for the next couple of years? Maybe they play every home game. I don't oh. know. Do you take one Origin game? I think it's a good start to, it's, option,
6: to yeah. it's a good start to let them play the Tigers first up yeah, at, yeah. back at home. Mow their lawns, check the mail. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> foot massage. <laughs> little, yeah.
6: The, yeah. the poor Tigers. They, they, w- this is not the game anyone would no. have wanted to play against the Warriors because yeah, right. you know that they, they they do they, and they always have. They played very emotionally. Yeah. They they will they can tap into that and you know you get them at home. On the you know on the right night, and I think today's going to be the right day. Just looking um at the pregame footage, it looks like it's actually better weather there than it is here, which is mm, you don't say that
1: often.
4: No,
6: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like it's a beautiful sunny <laughs> afternoon over there.
4: At Mount Sellout, it's been a sellout for a while. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is the text line number. The call or text of the day will win a Dometic thermo mug. Dometic has you covered with their new drinkware. Fuel your adventure with Dometic drinkware. The open line number one three hundred. Zero one eleven seventy. Bondi Jack's got in touch. He's always very thorough with his text messages. He says uh, the problem with the so-called selfless declaration by Latrell Mitchell is that if Fitler now picks him, he'll have to stand down from Souths. One suspects have already had a quiet word. Quite possibly, I reckon he would have spoken to Freddie before this game because he would have known that the speculation was going to be feverish. Mm-hmm. I reckon that he, Freddie, would have said, "Mate, how are you feeling? If you get through, mm. what do you say?" Yeah, sure. Oh, I have a feeling. Yeah.
6: Surely you don't. Um, you don't go to the media before you go to the Correct, coach in New coach. South Wales and yeah. let him know, look, Correct. mate, I don't think I'm right in, my own, you know, in yeah. my own body.
1: Yeah, and I think that's exactly what's happened. You speak to Freddie and you say, look, I'll announce it in my own terms. It'd look really odd the other way around. And why would the Blues going up there want to create any more headaches um, mm. than they're, they're already going to face? Up there, So I think Joey Johns has summed it up probably the best and when we heard it, quite selfless from Latrell.
4: Now, Bondi Jack's a mad Chookies fan. He says, as for little Jerry's typical stitching Ooh. up of the Chooks, during <laughs> Sutton, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got Ooh. to say, you got some <laughs> dud <laughs> calls. Yeah. It's on air Friday night and even Robbo thought as much, didn't he? It started to get personal. He did too aware of my
1: theories on the Sutton-Maxwell crime family. Gee, Bondi- <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, that was – I was watching the back end of that and I, you couldn't help but feel – that the Roosters were, and you, I, I I hate it. I must say I hate it when I get into press conferences and I see coaches blowing up at referees. Mm. They are trying their best. They are trying to stay consistent, but they are only human. But as a coach in that game where you're trying to create a, a statement against a team at home like that and to see them when they're on their own line just continually penalised, but then seeing the Panthers not penalised almost for doing the same, if not worse, um, in the middle with Cleary and Yo, it, it, it was extremely frustrating.
4: NRL Crunch Time, thanks to Robin Civil. Robson Civil breaking back with more.
9: Left-hand side, so out towards the Western touchline. The ball goes oh. through the hands, and what a try! Has
5: he, he scored that?
9: I think yeah, he's, he's got it down. To... Militalo got the ball from Talakai, and he took off, and Ashley Klein points to the spot. It's 4-0 the Sharks. Incredible defence by the Sharks. Is oh. The breakthrough, finally, for... Jake Avrillo gets it down. Two tackles gone, they're 10 metres out. A floating pass from Hines to Katoa finds its mark. Oh. oh, he's got it over. Matt Burton tried to come across and stop him. He got a really good piece on Sione Katoa, but he bounced out of that attempted tackle and got the ball down one-handed. Short play down the left? No, they go right to the open side of the field. And it's Nicora cuts straight through. Britain
4: Nicora. 18 points to six. The Sharks defeated the Bulldogs. Uh, their win streak at the moment, Cronulla. They've just been off the boil. Warriors, Titans, Bulldogs. It was a game that didn't reach any great heights. It was marketing rain. But this is their next three games, gentlemen. Three games, gentlemen. Storm, Panthers. And Cowboys. Ah, win, is this win, what win? we call a litmus <laughs> test. <laughs>
7: yeah.
4: can, yes. Chalk it up. We can add six right there as we're doing our future line yeah. ladder. Yeah.
6: Oh my god. Yeah, that is that's that's the real test. Like the last they're on a three game win streak, but it's it's mm. not been the most no. impressive uh three game win streak, I think, in the NRL. But um, yeah, I think they'll see where they're really at in the next sort of three weeks.
1: Well the last six games from the sharks, all versus bottom eight teams, four wins from six average differential of just three points. So it says that, that you know the teams below them they are playing considerably good football and mm. I think they've got great depth in their backline and you could see even in the wet they were willing to be play expansive footy. they probably error count was a lot higher, um, but they're willing to throw it around and in in the end, you know a couple of tries was the difference out on the edges. Um, one other point I do want to talk about in that game was the debutante. Oh, Declan, uh, Declan Casey. Casey. Now, I've never felt more sorry for a human being um, ever. It, it That could not have been any harder conditions to debut in. It is wet. You then have uh, a, a, a line dropout kicked at you, which bounces three times end over end in the wet, splashing up, you, you knock on. Couple more errors. You try and show some courage in defence, and you run straight into Pufetis. Oh, oh, it was, he- it was a heavy contact.
4: It was out before he hit the deck, and De- it's, it's quite sickening, isn't it, to see a body just sort of prostrate on the ground with the eyes shut? And it's it's frightening to see. Yeah, like he di- he
6: didn't. There was he was out the whole way down to the ground, right. and like yeah. He he was having a, a rough game. He just looked like he was every time he'd make a mistake. He was trying harder, so hard, and yeah. it had forced the next mistake like that that um, knock on off the off the kick that rolled the end over end. Yeah. Like he yeah. went the full on like cricket, yeah, cricket, the cricket knee style. down. That's knee what I down. thought.
1: Knee down. I thought you just let it hit. You just let it bounce. Yeah, get him yeah. behind it. Yeah. And then he tried to run out from the goal oh, line yeah. again, just showing a lot of energy. And you know, again, it just it, it highlights how how difficult first grade is. And, and mm. those players in their first games are under pressure. I remember chatting to um, Johnny Cartwright and my, my girlfriend's dad about it. And he goes, you just can't really judge a player in the first couple of games because you know, the blinkers are on and you just got narrow vision and mm. all you are thinking about is survival and just trying to do your job as best you can. Um, so I, I really hope that Declan was fine. He was up, he was moving about um, at the end of the game and um it can only be better from there.
11: Well, it's
4: a nice touch. Ronaldo Militalo, who's um, fresh off a good game for the New yeah, Zealand international team. He tweeted last night, easily the coldest and wettest game I've played. Praying for Declan Casey, that all is good, is a good mate and was happy to see him finally get his debut. He had to get those two points out of the month So a lovely touch from a, a ripper Blake, Ronaldo Militalo. Just got an injury update from Phil Gould, the Canterbury football manager. Uh, Gus has tweeted this. "Tavita Pengai Jr. Scans revealed that he has ruptured the plantarous tendon. Oh, at the back of the ooh. left ankle. Do you know what the plantarous tendon is? Uh, it's somewhere in your foot. So the back of the left <laughs> ankle, <laughs> I believe, yeah. yeah. So I'm reliably told. Can take from uh, two to six weeks. Not common. Uh, not a major tender, but uncomfortable recovery time can vary from patient to patient. So they could be without TPJ for up to a month and a half. Sounds like yeah, a moon boot for
1: a little bit. Yeah, that's it that is. So, yeah, the very
4: the worry
6: moonbert. I saw out of that game in um from the Cronulla side. Did you see the second try they scored? Sione Katawa um mm-hmm. put uh over in the corner. He sort of ducked through a bit of Matt Burton cover defense and almost on his back just yeah, put it over.
1: It was, yeah, in the his, armchair.
6: Did you notice though his uh his small plat at the back of his head <laughs> came <laughs> perilously close <laughs> to the sideline. Now, is that if that hits the sideline, yeah, are we uh, going to the bunker?
4: Absolutely, I would think so.
6: Yeah, because okay. I, I would love to hear the bunker's decision. Very good question. Siona Katoa's rat's tail has made contact with the sideline.
1: No separation well, between
4: the tail and the white stripe.
1: There was the a t- was it Jason Saab who had his uh, fingers up but over on the sideline. There was a bunker call that was close uh, in the uh, st- Storm right. um, game, and it was very, it was the same sort of deal. You could you could barely tell the fingers were over the line, but the hand was up and. It, you, you know, the Barker's watching yeah. it four times and you're like, mm. how is it, it touch you or anyone meant to get this right? And you're still looking at it in 4K Ultra HD and you still can't work it oh, out. So <laughs> <possible to laughs> Could you imagine frame the coach if, you, if, if it costs a final that your ponytail that you've been braiding and going yeah. and getting expensively yeah. done... Um, yeah, this, angle would... <laughs> this angle will tell Wayne us. This angle will tell us. Wayne would be in with the Clippers, I think. Yeah, yeah. shaving sure. off your eyebrows.
6: There's a lot of them in the NRL. There's a few in the New South Wales side for Origin too. I notice uh, uh, Brian toto has got a yeah, got a nice little handy. handy rat's tail. I think I think we need scrunchies.
1: <laughs> um, for
6: these guys to go on of the field. Of the velvet
4: variety. Yeah, <laughs> we need
6: some sort of scrunchie in to keep colours, it yeah. In. Yeah. scrunchies and club
1: colours. Scrunchies and club colours. Haircuts are shocking at the yeah. moment in oh. Rugby League in AFL. In the in the youth of today, I can say that now that I'm thirty seven and I moved out of home when I'm thirty when I'm thirty-five. So I can now say <laughs> that the youth of today Do you still go back to mums to do the washing? Absolutely. The yeah, yeah. Right. No, I get her to come to mind. Yeah, not it's... all the haircuts <laughs> not all the haircuts are bad though. Did you guys see uh, Nico
6: Hines' hair? It, that was beautiful. the real that thing. That's is gorgeous. Because it, yeah, Cause it sh- looks good dry, but sometimes guys with long hair like that, you see it wet, you're like, oh, look, you're yeah, hiding it's something glow. here, mate. Yeah. He's gone yeah. Yeah. once over the soul glow. Mate, it it's, was... it's an
1: impressive, like, if that was on a Group 1 horse and that was parading around the park, you'd be like, that's mm. winning. That's sure. That's a lot of sheen, yeah. yeah, yeah he's that's... been eating his kibble. <laughs> he is <laughs> a beautiful man. Mm. Yeah. Um, Matt Moylan, <laughs> Nick ho yeah.
4: oh, talk. That was a, that was a Missile Magnuson thing. You know? Hot, uh, hotness uh, ratio. Hotness, yeah, yeah. Hotness he was up, ratio. Right.
1: Last week was who, who, who was going to carry a switchblade. What have we got this week? Yeah, just haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> or
4: lack of decent haircuts. Matt Moylan, uh, this is from the City Morning Herald, speaking of the Shark. He's on the verge of a new two-year deal with Cronulla in the 5-8 hopes his days riding rugby leagues. Roller coaster are done as the Sharks chase a top four berth. This is quite the turnaround, isn't it? Because remember all the talk was about well, how does Fitzy mm. squeeze Matt Moylan in mm. now that Hines has come into the club? And, you know, he had a few injuries, we know, and he couldn't run, which is why he doesn't play fullback anymore. But he's had he, shown his best form in the past five years, I reckon, more than. Yeah, there's nothing like a bloke playing for a contract, is there? Yeah, absolutely. Let's Step up, don't exactly they? 31. Yeah, he's when
1: 31. you're on the last itch, you saw and do it. Um, He's had to do it the last couple of years. Um, you've watched uh, Milford come back, yep. look lean and fit. It's it's almost um, something that's great to hang over. And a, a cricket analogy, Trevor Bayliss, when he came into the Blues with us 10 years ago, uh, we were underperforming, finishing sixth. He said, right, everyone who's, you're all on one-year deals, but essentially, oh, yeah. and said, right, you just, we, no, no one here's guaranteed anything. And we, we, we won the Shield the next year. Oh. We were, were miserable after the next three years because we all signed extended contracts. But <laughs> that one year, we were looking over our shoulders, sweating, and losing sleep at night. Maybe you uh, should get the Warriors job,
4: Trevor Bayliss. Uh, and all crunch time, thanks to Robson Civil Reptile. I wonder if these are one of these texts that just sort of hel- get held up in cyberspace or whatever it is. Afternoon, champions. Hello to you, Reptile. Uh, guys, lucky you have a text line. The zipper in my mask got stuck again. Uh, Souths to flog eels. So is that your prediction from yesterday? It's only just come through. What's you know? that? Souths to flog eels. That well, that's, well, you're right on the money there. We're all wise yeah. after the event, reptile.
1: Well, yeah. What is that his prediction or what was that? Well, I don't know. This yeah. is why
4: you know. Sometimes it happened to my wife a couple of weeks ago. She goes, I would woke Has up. Zipper got then... stuck or the? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did she tell you? That? <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> no, she woke up and all of a sudden. She gets about ten messages from me. So I sent those four days ago. It's come through. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll be home soon. I'll, I'll pick up some milk or what do you want for dinner? All that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it can happen. So reptile. Uh, if you've texted it today, it's no mean feat. 0457 <laughs> 736 0457- 736- 736. You are on NRL Crunch Time.
0: And away to Edwards. Overlap. Tothole. Another one for Brian Tothole. And the Panthers have skinned the roosters. And now Salmon into the backfield. Jamin Salmon goes for everything. He's trying to find fifth gear. He's running away from them. They just get him.
5: Right Manu, Tedesco,
0: Tedesco through, Tedesco pulling through. The Walkers there. Oh, that's beautiful. Kick out. Over he goes. Beryl's head's left. Vegan butcher. Siwa Taukayahu. There's your try. That's the answer. Short pass. They might score Himanu into acting half. Yeah, they weren't square. Nor were they back. And the Roosters are going to get another one. Here he looks up. Sends it away to Isaac Tungle. Glorious pass. Great finish by a very good young footballer. Torresal. Duck dives over.
4: That's brilliant awareness from Abby Coruscant. Yes. Nine Network with that call there. So a wonderful game of football Friday night. Uh, they led at one stage the Roosters. 26 points. The Panthers have defeated the Chookies, 18 at the foot of the mountains. And Penrith now six points clear of the storm on 30 competition points. It's a case of, you know, how do you stop them? Just fast. Bodies in motion. They're just toweling teams up with that deadly left edge. Mm.
1: Deadly left edge. Um, yeah, I mean, we can wax lyrical about how good the Panthers are. What were your thoughts on, i uh, throw it right back at you here, mm. Jules, Joey Manu at 5'8".
4: Oh, I understand the thinking. They had to try something outside of Tedesco. who's the best player in the team. And mm. you know, when you boil it down, it's, well, if it's the second best player in the team. You want him touching the ball as much as you can. He had a pretty good game, um, yeah, uh, Joey Manu, so. if he touches it, and big metres as always. Hey, let, let me throw this out to you. If Joey Manu was at the Panthers right now, what position would he play? That's
5: yeah, good. Ooh, yeah. If Joey what Manu he was get... at
4: the Panthers right now, where would you play him? Oh, four, five, seven, oh. seven, three, six, seven, three, six.
1: We'd no. have to play in the centres, probably. I'd imagine. So I think, so. Do you, I think Dylan Edwards would keep his spot at the back. Yes, I think.
4: So the options are either in the centres at fullback or at five eight. You're not going to drop Luai. No. no. So you. So Tago makes way. You shift Crichton and play Manu on the. Left. left on the right, right so on the right. Yeah. Mm. Yes,
1: and yeah. Cry, yeah. Well, I mean, Tago's been braining
4: it this year too. So, and yeah, it's a tough call, isn't it? <laughs> you know, <not>
1: well, really. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Do we want to make this Panthers team stronger? Is that what we're discussing? <laughs> yeah,
6: <laughs> they're already yeah, six points no, clear at the top of the table. They need a uh, few holes plugged. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's let, let them get a mid mid season recruit. Holy, yeah. dilly. Uh, well, um,
4: Bondi Jack in his text message earlier talked about the uh, the Sutton and. Maxwell crime families. So he wasn't happy with some of the officiating, nor was the Chookies coach Trent Robinson. He had this to say after the game.
10: Yeah, that I mean, that's just a horrible decision. You know, that, we shouldn't let it try in on the end of it. That's not the... But, I mean, there were so many poor decisions tonight. We had same referee last game, and it was like 30-odd offsides, you know, and it was a 3-1 penalty count. And it was like, well, this is normal. And then, you know, every opportunity, it was, you know, Sammy Beryl's one, um, give them opportunities. And then the the offsides on the try line, it was just give, keep giving an opportunity. That was the that was the field position. You know, the offsides on both sides. You know, you can call yo, you can call Cleary, constantly. But if you don't if you don't um, penalise, then you know, you end up with 28% possession. You know, it was just, it wasn't a good enough performance tonight. You know, the Nat Butcher one at the end there, you know, they're they're just, they're they're big decisions that, you know, you can't get wrong. Um, And it wasn't good enough.
6: Does he have a point, Robert? He, he might have a point. Um, you know what blows my mind about this is the NRL have announced that they're investigating <laughs> that. Like, how do you get a spot on that strike force? Like, oh, who's our suspect? Uh, we'll look, we're we'll looking and... Raptor. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. going <laughs> to storm the building for Trent Robinson. <laughs> yeah. Surely that's fairly open and shut. I mean, he has a point,
1: but I mean, yeah, he's been fined for similar before. You don't survive that as a coach, and I think he goes in knowing full well that that's the case. But you're laying the foundation. They're not. He's not silly. He's one of the the best coaches going around. He's laying the foundation. He's saying, right, we're on the the back end of receiving. You know, you've seen this before. You've seen this from Origin 1 to Origin 2 about the slow to play the ball down. You just mention it subtly Mm. or less subtly in this case from Robinson. But I think personally, Jules, and and your opinion on it, that they were a bit hard done by. And I very rarely say this about the Roosters in the game of football, but I I felt like the refereeing certainly was one-sided. And I think the difference...
4: I, right I thought the they head. got some yep. really dud calls. It was that one tackle that's been replayed, and even Rooster's fans on social media saying, oh, I'll confess this was a harsh penalty. It was what Sammy Verrills, wasn't it? Sammy Verrills, uh, that was down on the ground, and the player sort of flipped over, the top. Flip over but the top. front flip over the How can can you, is that a penalty? I mean, it's yeah, it's <laughs> a joke if that's what our game is.
6: And then he says, I oh, know, the referee said, look, I know it was accidental, but it's the position. But the, surely that, you know, accidental is one thing recklessness is is another thing it doesn't have to be intentional every time but he wasn't reckless well, he was just on the ground and a player ran over
1: top like it's a f-
6: around the legs tackle
1: yes and the okay so a guy you watch the wingers these days run into the corner almost do a front flip and player will make contact with them at yeah. some stage and either yeah. force the front flip or force them to the side or I remember uh, Xavier Coates a couple of seasons landing on his head because he got touched and went for a front flip and went and got into a dangerous position. Now that's not the tackler's fault; the player point, yeah. gets them into that position. Yeah. Um, and if you want to call that up, then you start calling the ones up in the corner. Um, you know you've got a you've got a real problem. It's not to say that referees have a hard job, and as I said, you you you. More often than not, want to go into bat for them, but um, some of those penalties and the possession, 28 percent on the line, continually calling yeah. them, and they weren't offside. They were rushing up in defence, and it was one of the better displays from the Roosters. And you would you would you'd be feel right to feel robbed. It's interesting you say that uh, Gus had said afterwards. Any other team,
4: the Roosters play that night, and they win that game. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think he might be right. And Joey Manu spoke to the Nine Network afterwards, and he said, "Well, you know what?" Uh, yeah, we lost it was disappointing, but the effort was there. I think it was one of their better performances Absolutely. in recent times, despite the fact that they lost. I mean, it was Penrith after all. But if they can carry that form and they can get Jared back and if they can get Keery back, That's they can still make point. a charge yep. for yep. the eight. Uh, having said that, are they in your rating? you Have got them out?
6: No, I think they can make the eight. I, th- I think, like, not only were they, like, you know, that was a tough loss, but they weren't that far off. Fifteen minutes to go, they're up by four. Yeah. Mm. Um. And like we said, any other team but Penrith. And then then you add in that, the, you know, Penrith got, let's call it, the rub of the green with the referee mm. yeah. in those last 15 minutes. I mean, I, mm. I do think that, you know, the Roosters, there's a
4: lot there. And like you said, any other team, they win that easy. Yep. Right. This is NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to our great mates at Robson Civil. Keep the text messages coming in 0457 6736. what is What is wrong with me yeah, today? I blame yeah. the sour... Too much, co- much sugar. I blame the sour <laughs> Coke <laughs> bottles that you brought in. You're pumping my son full of sugar as well. He's <laughs> breaking Gibbo's computer as we speak. We'll take a break. We're about 13 minutes away from kick-off. Uh, the first game there since 2019, Mount Smart Stadium, Auckland. The Warriors and the Tigers. We'll hear from the Warriors coach, Stacey Jones, after the break. Uh, no name 352 on the text line has not missed. Suck it up, Robo. Get your team to play by the rules. Every team suffers from rough decisions. This goes back mm. to the Roosters. Born to rule mentality. Bang. Mm. Right between Ooh. the eyes. Speaking of right between the eyes, uh, Volkanovski up shortly in the UFC. When we get those results, we'll get Mark to uh, to bring it to us because he's our UFC expert. We are moments <laughs> away from kickoff between the Warriors and the West Tigers. I think it was 1,038 days. Uh, quite remarkable what they've done to be away from their homes and their family for so long. Rhys Walsh out with COVID. Chanel Harris-DeVita starts at fullback in Jersey 14. Adam Pompey moves to the centres in Jumbo 18. Ewan can shift to the back row in jumper number four, Aaron Penney will start in the front row for the New Zealand team in jumper 20, with Adam Fanua Blake dropped back to the bench in jersey eight. Freddie Lusick on the bench as well in jumper number 22. Jimmy the Jet, James Roberts returns for the Tigers, it's a big in for them. Alex Safebath will start in the back, in the front row rather, in jumper 16. And a couple of debutantes on the bench. Uh, for Fanua for Pole and Austin Dias, both of them New Zealanders. So best of luck to those two young gentlemen today. And it's a pretty decent bench, too. Stefano Toikamanu is a really good player. And Adam Dewey also lacing up the boots for the Tigers. It's a big day for, well, the greatest ever warrior, their t- caretaker coach and Stacey Jones. He spoke to Fox Sports.
1: Well, Kilda Stace, hooking my How's the week been at home for the team?
4: Oh, it's been great. Great to be home around Mount Smart. Yeah, boys are excited. Yeah, just hopefully they put on a good performance today.
12: What discussions have you had about it being such a big occasion, but there's still a job to get done at the end of the day?
3: Yeah, I mean, they, they understand. You know, I mean, the position we're in, we've been disappointing the last six weeks, and
4: um, we get a chance to reset ourselves here, and that's what would have been the motivation about. Coming home can, you know, really give us a kick for our, for the rest of the season.
12: Well, how much
1: of a loss is Rhys Walsh at the back? Yeah, well, he's a big loss, you know. Um, But the good thing about when you lose a play, someone else gets an opportunity. And Chanel will go back to fullback. He had a couple of games there at the start of the year. So, you know, he knows what he needs to do.
4: It's a big out, but uh, Chanel, he's played there before, as you heard Stacey Jones say. Best of luck to them. Have you got them? You You never tip the Warriors with any great confidence, though, do you? Yeah. I, I'm tipping them today. I yeah. just
6: think they—they they, like I said. I, I like when they play with emotion. They play uh, play with a bit of pride, and I reckon this this is going to be an emotional day for them. Hopefully, it doesn't get too much as they they run on. Um, we just <laughs> yeah. saw we just saw them on the on the screen there. They it looked like they were warming up um, on the field uh, the out back. out the back. So yeah. they weren't warming up on the field just to build that tension mm. for the home crowd to, mm. to, yeah. to see them for the homecoming. So
1: this could be a really good event. Ripper. I mean, yes. we've, it's, it's the only thing uh, that we've been missing, isn't it, over the last mm. couple of years. I mean, you look back over the last couple of weeks, we had Rep Round, which was electric, um, great football to watch. Um, Magic round was bang. We've had magic rounds. We've been able to move in in and out of states without having to listen to Palaszczuk and our, you know, our premieres. We had
6: a state of origin in
1: Perth. That looked like (laughs) it was never (laughs) going to happen again. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) What about that? So this is it. This is the final piece of the puzzle, and it's happening this afternoon, and I personally can't be more excited.
4: Alex Volkanovski on top early. It is round two. Thank you for the update there, Brooksy. Now, if you want to catch the call of... The Warriors and the Tigers, uh, thanks to our great mates across the Dutch, SENZ, just uh, tune into <laughs> the app. It is the best app in the business. What about the, uh, the bias origin calls that we run? Right, so you can listen to the standard call. Yeah. Mm. Then you can go New South Wales button and hear the bias blues call or the bias origin uh, Queensland call. I,
6: you know what would be fun with there When New South Wales are up, just yeah. flicking over to the Queensland call and hearing yeah, right. hearing yeah. them whinge. Corrupt
4: these referees. Yeah. There was no way that was a sin bin. This is a joke. This is yeah. a joke.
1: You could go yeah. really back and forward. It'd be like listening to Trent hope. Robinson's uh, press conference if you wanted to. <laughs> We've robbed the refereeing. There yeah. needs to be an inquiry. Uh, yeah, I Jeff Tooby like. <laughs> thought he had a good game. Thought he had
4: a great game. Jared Sutton. There needs to be an in
2: inquiry.
4: 0457 <laughs> Two hours down, one hour remaining. This is our a real crunch time
8: last tackle Randall Clune Clune now it goes to Milford Ricky Lee scores in the corner for Newcastle goes to Milford out the back away to Clune Clune gets a pass oh Ricky's got two here comes Milford Young wants his second he's going for the line yes so the wingers have got two each, Young's got two. One last throw at the stumps here, the Newcastle Knights. Clune puts a crossfield field kick, oh. sticks on three. Ricky's got three. Simasagi well, here we go. finds Clune. now he finds Hoy. Hoy gets it away Big to Rick. Edric, Edric wants four. Edric gets four. Here they go to the left-hand side, here's Hoy. Here's Edric, Edric goes past, he's got a full hand. He's got five. Edric Lee slides behind them. Edric Lee scores five tries. Now they get it away, and uh, Sexton's copped a pizzling there. Picked up by Young. Everick support. No, Everick's no wearing. Young's over the halfway line. 40 to go, 30. He's going to get a hat-trick. He's made on the other one. He's got five, and the wingers combined for eight tries in Newcastle. Quite remarkable. I'm just having a look here. About five minutes gone, they had
4: all the possession in the last few minutes, the Warriors, and they've gone a, almost had an overlap. They shifted out to the left, and poor Marcelo Montoya has dropped it, Cole. But Your mighty Knights, no Caelan Ponga, no worries against a diabolical Titans team. Edric Lee, the Dolphins fans, will be celebrating five tries. That is a club record. It is a club record. He's gone past uh, six.
6: Uh, blokes on four tries, previous record holders. It was tied between six. Have a listen to some of these nobodies. A uh, bloke named Darren Albert. So <laughs> you done. Adam McDougall. Yeah, uh, Cooper Verner. Gonna. Akila Maka. Uh, Akua Maka. Uh, Akua M- uh, Uate. <laughs> Matata. <laughs> Akuna <Yeah>. Matata. Akuna <laughs> Matata. But have a, no, I I was... I've never even heard of this bloke. Andrew Johns. Yeah. Um, he could only. How do you pronounce full. that? Yeah. I, 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 I may <laughs> pronounce it wrong. He's the lesser-known brother of Matthew <laughs> yeah. from Morning Glory on Friday. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah. But yeah, Edric now sits ahead of all those guys. <laughs> yeah. Five tries and on a night uh, where one of the other blokes also got a hat trick.
1: Dominic, yeah, Young. Dominic Young on the other side of the field. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, and he said, tries. yeah, he
4: represents England. If he doesn't get picked, and you think he may, he's going to represent Jamaica. How good? Yeah.
6: That's really pretty cool. I want him to play for Jamaica. Mate, if there's not a like, – if that Jamaican team hasn't had a movie made about yeah. them called Wide Runnings, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what they're I doing. <laughs> That's not I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah,
4: uh, yeah. For the Gold Coast Titans, six straight losses, but they've lost 10 of their past 11. The one they won was against the Dragons.
7: Yeah.
1: Remember that?
4: Yeah. Oh, my How goodness. do you feel so about Zach, that? Well, Zachy Lomax, uh, the wonderful cricket that he is, uh, an absolute <laughs> sitter that would have won it for him. Uh, the heat is turning up on Justin Holbrook. I think it's harsh on Justin Holbrook. He got them to the finals last year and should have won his first finals game yeah. as well. Oh, um, just... The thing about it is, I mean, he's no fool. He's a very smart man. Joel Caden said years ago, and Sugar knows him pretty well, he said, look... Years before Nathan Cleary was a name that anybody heard about, he said, this guy's going to be the best player of the game. So he's, he's got great insight, great observations. He doesn't have a very good roster. I think you've got to give him the year and then maybe reassess about halfway through next year. If they're going like bustards, they've dropped 10 of 11, then you might say, OK, we've got to think about moving on from Holbrook. But well, I think after what he did last year, he deserves a stay of execution. Yeah, like look, he I don't
6: know. There's, they've had their own false dawns a couple of times. You hear, you know, the news out of the camp is, oh, they've turned it around. They're, you know, they're looking good for this season. And then once again, just yeah. a bit of disappointment last year, making the finals. It, it, you know, it did seem like all of a sudden things were clicking in,
1: but this year has been... A, Butchered a, two 20-point leads. Yeah. there have just been some really uncharacteristics, the short draw. I mean, what is your yardstick then if you are to axe a coach, Jules, I mean, what, for me, I'm looking at that team. He tried, for, he tried um, for Feeder in the in the in the centres because he said that it's not working, and we need to try different combinations. That was early on, which to me just reeks of a, b- a bit of panic. Mm. And now, when I look at that team when they that run is- out, there is just no leadership, there's no direction, um, and it just looks so disjointed. And I, they've had plenty of times or moments in games where they've had a catalyst or a chance to turn it around. And I, I just think there's no sense of belief and how. If it's not the coach, then what is it? Do you think it's the roster?
4: The roster's a problem, and the coach has a bit to do with that. Well, I don't yeah. know. Maybe they need a huge revamp, a yep. shakeup, and yeah, that yeah. could be coaching staff as well. Can I can
6: yeah. I can I throw a theory at there? Because there's a long history of just. Franchise is not doing well on the Gold Coast. Could it be that as a young, fit uh, bloke, there's plenty of other things to do on the Gold Coast <laughs> than focus on your sporting career? Like, yeah,
9: there's yeah. been some, yeah. re- like,
6: no, no one's really had success up there. When they had the Commonwealth Games, I was surprised they gave away any gold medals.
1: Yeah. It'd be the team that you'd want to go and maybe uh, end your career at, I think. Mm. Go and take the low hanging fruit and end up at the Titans. But I must be biased. They're most successful. Campaigns were, of course, my uh, Johnny Carter was Johnny, yeah. father-in-law Johnny there from 2007 to 2014. Yeah. Took them to a couple of finals, and they've had that was their most successful period of when they started as a foundation club. Of course, they axed Johnny, and no more Titans yeah. made the finals once, and been useless ever since. So what I'm saying is maybe bring back some horse. of the old school. Big ooh, horse, yeah. Well. What's this Preston is my other doing? point when yeah. we're looking at these coaches is we yeah. always look for the young and upping coaches. I'm like, go back to the old school coaches. Yeah. Experience never gets old. Yeah. Start looking at these older heads, whether it be big hospital, but there are around. And at the moment, um, it seems like, you know, coaching in the NRL uh, is, not, is not for long. So uh, anyway, we'll see if he survives the cut. Justin Holbrook this week.
4: Well, he was a very despondent man after the loss. Here's what he had to say in the press conference.
3: Yeah, we're all awful, right awful, 100%. We didn't know what we were doing out there and uh, getting a few wrong and then just, uh, yeah, got worse. So got a lot to, to fix up, that's for sure.
4: He's a Jesus pains so, to think of... give yeah, him a just, hug. You yeah. want to give him a hug, don't you? <laughs> he just he, sounds so uh, despondent. He's a champion bloke. But look, I just think punting him, you throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right? Yeah. It's not as though
1: they were second oh, last yeah. last year. Who wants to be right? a rugby league? Like painting the Harbour know, Bridge, it, isn't it? Coaching it is, aside, yeah, you start yeah. with one problems, It's <laughs> terrible. You? It's yeah. terrible, You finish right. it and you've got to start yeah. all over again. That's right.
4: But Tino's <laughs> been great for feeder, as we know. He's been... I wouldn't call him a flop, but he's uh been overpriced and expensive. Yeah. Um, mm. the, we can't underestimate the loss of Fogarty. Having experienced half Sexton hasn't quite worked out. They've got some good talent on paper. The defence is a problem. Yeah. I don't think it takes that much. Matt Rogers on Instagram said, absolutely blows my mind what I'm seeing here. It ain't the coach. Yep. So Matty Rogers, uh, one of their marquee signings, has come to the fence of Justin Holbrook. He says, it ain't the coach.
1: Sure. But, I mean, where do you, as a side in a club, I mean – how long will that stick for? You know, I just, I feel like that the, the coach, you get the reap the rewards of when a side does well, but when it doesn't, that's just the nature of the game. It has to go somewhere. And I, I okay, no, well, if it's not that. the coach, the coach may as well go and have sure. the next six weeks off then.
4: But they're only six months from finals football. Remember mm. they all wanted to punt Kevy Walters. Mm. Yeah. And now look at him now.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Sign
4: him for another year. The Broncos are sitting in the top eight yep. and exceeding all expectations. Mm. You get a few key players in, and we saw with Adam Reynolds, Kurt Capewell, If they can get a couple of good, experienced buys, and maybe that's the template. What we've seen from Brisbane, what we've seen from North Queensland, it may be enough.
1: Maybe enough. Of, ten of eleven from a team that finished, and you had a look at that yeah. roster, and you think they're finishing top ten, uh, top eight. Sorry, I just.
4: Well, thereabouts yeah. Oh, I had them sort of eight to little eight to eleven probably it does show you in some ways how close
6: year to year the the n r l can be though I mean, you've got your perennials that sit at the top, but mm. like both the knights and uh and the Titans played finals football last year, and this year neither of them have looked no. like getting
4: close to it, so yeah. and they won't right. The knights are mathematical. I can't see them playing finals football despite that win no um, you know.
1: But right. it is amazing. A couple of wins a week, you know, you had to look at some, some great inspirational moments when the Tigers had that one point win that you thought was going to turn around against Parra. You had to look at South last night, the rejuvenation. You, you, you're so far out of it until you just have that one moment, something clicks, some plays stand up, and then you start to get that run on and belief that we heard from Tommy Gilbert, which he talked about, you know, this season wasn't in the making from the start of the year. It was halfway through last season where they started to kick it into gear and That's the belief that the Titans have to have if they do hang on with Holbrook is that it starts now that they can get some processes happening that are going to make them successful at the back end of this year into next season.
6: Well, there are reports that they're going to start looking at giving young bikes game time too for the back mm. half of the season. So maybe that is the plan. And if that is the plan, then I think Justin Holbrook has to stay and let him see out the see out the plan the at the least. Tenure, yeah.
4: Then that begs the question, what do you do with Jared Wallace, right? Sent off in the 70th minute, going to miss the next couple of games. He was charged with the dangerous throw on Simi Sasagi late in the match. He's parting company with the club. Do you just say, all right, Jared, thanks for your time? See you later, yeah, they're not t- going to make the eight. I'll tell you what, David Clemmer wanted to do with him, it was pretty <laughs> <He> obvious. <did. laughs> Talking about that. That. Oh, the Clemmer Vol, I don't fire up much these days, but it was a Clemmer Vol. 0 0, still no score between the Warriors and the Tigers. About 12 minutes gone in that game at a packed out Mount Smart Stadium 0457 The text line number Greg Bird on Instagram, another former Titan. It would help if a few players went out there with a bit of
1: intensity and desire. So he's hammering the players. Sure. Yeah. Mm. But where is that driven and, and play? I feel like it, it has to be player driven and there is a small percentage. I mean, you know, you get the best 16 coaches in a competition. One's going to finish first and one's going to finish last. That's granted. But when you've lost 10 from 11 and you say that it's the players, I think it's the coach's job, if anything, is to get these players right. You are talking earlier, Jules. You know, you've got to know your players, whether to hit them Higher and harder or softer and lower? You've got to understand the difference between those players. As in, you give them a bum tap if you feel like yeah, they yeah. need to rev up or you hit them a bit higher and harder with a slap if you feel like that's going to get them going. What worked for you, Socky? Um, <laughs> <laughs> a little bum <laughs> tap was always <laughs> yeah, you nice. Yeah, 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 I'd yeah. imagine
4: uh, Trevor Bayliss, he strikes me as the gentle... Not a person. He was.
1: He'd be. Yeah. It's funny. Sometimes you'd think you'd come into a change room at the end of a game and you'd have a, a really bad loss and you'd think, oh, geez, we're going to get it. And you'd be hiding and it'd be like a scene out of Pac Man. You'd be avoiding everyone and yeah. waiting down. Trevor Bayliss, if you got the room right, would bring in a cart and a, a carton of beer and sit down and go, right, oh, boys, let's just have a quick chat okay. about that game. We're going to move on, put it in the bin, and, and let's have a beer and, and move forward. And you'd be more likely not to have Naughty Boy net session after give us a bit of time as a group to come back and then get stuck in. So, I mean, that's all up to the coach and how you respond. If you respect him, you'll, you'll take that few days off and use it to your best knowledge or your best ability to come back and be fresh and ready to go. Is there any word on how the group View Justin Holbrook up there. Are they are they big on him, or is he
6: is he lost the dressing room as they tend to? Yeah, some, yeah. Well, that's so. I mean that I would be interesting to hear.
4: From all from what I've heard, he's he's a very likable guy. Yeah, Justin mm. Holbrook. I mean, is he on got a five-year? What's his deal? I, I deal. don't know. We I find think it it's out. a long deal. Yeah, and Jimmy Dimick's one of his assistants, and he's made no secret of the fact that he wants to be a head coach one day to Jimmy
1: Dimick. Yeah. Well, I know that the Titans do have a performance clause in Justin Holbrook's. Contract. I don't know what that is, but it, it will avoid a lengthy or sorry, a heavy payout if he does uh, get the get the
9: axe. But geez, we've seen some boys.
1: coaches going, haven't we? Geez, yeah. I'm sick of seeing.
4: <laughs> it's the a tough, just yeah. Going. It's just yeah. A tough. You get the Walker boys there. I mean, they did say, you know what? Give us a one-year contract. If we don't make the finals, we'll walk. Pardon the pun. <laughs> Honestly, that's what they said. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You're hiding to nothing there. Mm. Now, now, this is their run they got a bye, and they got Brisbane. So they're good next week. Yeah. Canterbury.
9: <laughs> <That's>... Yes, <laughs> <laughs> golden point. They'll beat
4: the point. Uh, Brisbane, Canterbury, Canberra, then Melbourne, Manly Dragons, Newcastle Warriors. So some winnable games, but, you know, they're out of the eight now, and they're not going to make the 8 there. stone mm. motherless last. Now, still nil-nil between the Warriors and the Tigers. About uh, 15 minutes gone in that first half. Now, if you do love your footy, you love the Warriors, you can flick over to the SEN app and listen to that courtesy of our great mates at SENZ. Keep the text messages coming in as well. 0457 736 736. That is a text number. A Dometic Thermo mug to give away to the best texter today. We may even have an update too from the USC, do we, Mark?
2: Yes, we do. I can tell you that Alexander Volkanovsky has won by decision. Ah, oh, hey. beautiful. Yeah. We were right. So I, we were right. I didn't it early. put the mock called on him. Early. I didn't yeah. put the mock
1: on him.
4: You are listening to Sunday Crunch Time with Sock, Barney, and Jules are breaking back with more. Julian, spoke to Forrest Gump today. Asked him who was going to win out of the Dragons and the Raiders. He reckons the Dragons are like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Mm. Went to church this morning. I asked the priest to throw down a prayer to them. The last time he did that, the Broncos won 48-4. I actually questioned him the next week. What happened? He said he had an off day. True story. Go, our Dragons. Greg at lily-pilly. Gather, the Dragons. Celebrating 40 years of the mighty Steelers. They're going to be honouring the Steelers by wearing the, the scarlet and white today with the red and the little white mm. stripes. It's quite a sharp-looking jersey, and Brooksy's looking resplendent in mm. his old BHP Steel, Steelers jersey. Fits it perfectly. Who's your favourite old Steeler? Oh, yeah, oh, Alan McIndoe. Okay, Alan McIndoe. Proud, know, proud Queensland. He played nine Origins won seven of them, Alan McIndoe. That's not, not not a bad record. It's decent, yet. isn't it? It's, it's uh. Decent. The thing I loved
6: about the Steelers, the Steelers said everything about the town. Like they were the Steelers oh, because yeah. it was the steel, steel town. City, yeah. Like Blue I liked, was in the title. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like the teams that are named after what people used to do. Like your Rabbitos, for example. Yes, you told me this today. Yeah, named after the the blokes that used to uh, hunt the rabbits around uh, around the south end Red of fun, Sydney. Um, there, Redfern. Yeah. Well, they're probably a bit further south, south. <laughs> chasing, <laughs> chasing rabbits. But they'd they'd go up and sell the uh, sell the rabbits
1: for your rabbit stew or whatever, and a barrow
4: turn yeah, up to the game. Rabbit all, rabbit all. That was a person that flogged the rabbits.
1: I'd yeah. all, I know, I know it confused me why they were. And oh, is there any more that you can enlighten me on? Of, uh, oh, well, I about, know
6: Maitland pumpkin pickers. yes, they just call them the pickers now. Pick, now, pick they? Pickers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Well, they diversified, farming's <laughs> diversified, yeah, genetically oh, well. modified now. <laughs> yeah. you the um,
4: truth of the Tumby Umby Brumbies was the, the rugby team there, okay. Yeah, they tumby- like it. A lot of Brumbies that way. Um, yeah, the Bombardieri dromedaries too. Really? I don't know if there's <laughs> many dromedary cool. camels uh, in sort of south coast, mm. New South Wales. I right? feel
6: like they just went with rhyming there, didn't they? Is the dromedary, <laughs> yeah, is that the yeah. one hump or the two that's, humped? That's your two hump, I believe. The
4: Bactrian's the one. Yes. You know, you know think... what, have you ever heard of the, the four hump camel? No. It's called a Saudi quattro. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Volkanovski <laughs> has won the unanimous decision
9: <laughs> of
4: Holloway. So, well done to the Volcano. Uh, continues that winning streak. Oh, Rod Wishart. I forgot about Rocket Rod Well, Wishart. that's, uh, or yeah, or so uh, Mary if you're McGregor. A sports, if you're a sports person with a Christian name, Rod, you're basically going to be called Rocket, are you? Mm. Right? Yeah. Rod Laver and Rod Reddy and yeah. Rod Wishart. Rod Wishart. Mary's silver. another one. Rod, Rocket Rod Silver. The Spaghetti Twins. Mm. Neil Piccinelli and Dean Skiffalitty. Skivaletti. Wow! You, would Wow. Great
1: names as well. Yeah.
6: Would you imagine you're a you're a, like a like a named Rod, but you're a massive like prop and you're just not that quick. Would they still call you Rocket? you it me. It'd be yeah. one of the
4: ironic One of the, the ironic ones, ones. Yeah. It's like tiny in Robin Hood's unit. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We we had a bloke at my old work as a voiceover guy. Um, he's a dwarf, Ian Fulton. He's a lovely, lovely guy. And he's nicknamed Lofty. And that's his official we're Lofty. Right, okay. Yeah, he's yeah, self-anointed. <laughs> self-anointed. Nil-nil, so, uh, just under 20 minutes remaining at Mount Smart Stadium. So pretty tight affair in the first half between the Warriors and the Tigers. Yeah, Spaghetti Twins. Uh, any nominations for your favourite Steelers players, get them in mm. as well. I looked at, um, during the week, the last ever Steelers team. It was pretty decent. Luke Patton was fullback.
7: back. Um, oh,
4: uh, Trent Barrett was there. Uh, they had a handful of other really good players. Fitzy, Craig Fitzgibbon was there. This was 98. Sean Timmons was in the centres. Um, the halfback was uh, oh, lost in space. Danger, danger. Will Robinson, he was oh. there. Right. So, really, really good players. Mm. Really good players. And Alan McIndoe, five tries in a game, Steelers record. 19 tries in a season, Steelers record. Well, uh, he, he thought... Stixie Lee level, is he? That? He yeah. thought... <laughs> yes. Not quite. <laughs> not quite. But now, that is the, there is a Steel City kind of parallel here, is there not... Anyway, he he thought he was a chance of being picked for the 1990 Kangaroo Tour. And he had the Tommies because he didn't get picked. And he says, and then they played Brandy on the wing. (laughs) And they did. Second test against France. Brandy, our very own Brandy Alexander, played on the wing for the Kangaroos. Scored a try, kicked, I think, three goals.
6: Is that the backflip uh, try? When we scored the try, the kangaroos, oh, beautiful footage of him. Yeah, he that, runs in well, might off been. the wing, just scores. Started Bam, the post-try bang. celebration, mm-hmm. you
4: reckon. We'll get our yeah. research stuff onto that. Yeah. We'll get our research stuff. 0457 736 736, the text line number. There's been talk about the Titan's spine. Well, I can tell you, attached to that spine is a set of ribs, and in there somewhere is a heart. A heart. The <laughs> only oh. forwards having a go are Tino and Bo Bef- Fermer. forwards need to aim up. Uh, this is from 813. It's a fair call. Yeah, I think Fern has yeah. been playing good footy along with... In the Queensland with, squad.
1: ...with Tino, yeah, yeah so... Uh, well, hence
4: why they're the guys getting picked for Queensland, yeah. yeah. He's a beast. Did you see they misspelled his name on the jersey? Suomaliyawi, <laughs> and it's E-A-U-I, the last four letters, and Queensland had E-U-A-I.
6: Oh, Yeah.
4: What a state! Yeah, you know, that's, 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 that's that's just sure a disgrace. I mean, you know, it's called four X because you can't spell beer. Just stick with the. Uh... That's that's what
9: you they know
4: what say. I also <laughs> noticed is
6: those Queensland origin jerseys mm. all have um, FOG and then the number. Now you're a Queensland fan. What's the FOG stand for? Former Origin great. Yeah, current players. Yeah. Do you guys know what former means? <laughs> means <laughs> used, used to be. <laughs> There's guys well, on debut so wearing <laughs> former Origin great. <laughs> oh, yeah,
4: yeah, it only applies in game two. <laughs> because, uh, so Paddy Kerrigan wasn't allowed to. It's a fair point. The <laughs> yeah, run by Gene Miles, of course. Um, now, Nick Kyrgios, this game finished probably about 6.30 this morning. I woke up because I, you know, get up and you have no idea. You ever do that, you have no idea what time it is. You sort of check mm. the phone and you've got to hold it away because your eyes are a bit sleepy. That okay, well, he's up two sets to one against the fourth seeds to final sets to pass. Tiebreaker, fourth set, and it's getting close. They'll get up and watch the tiebreaker. And it came on just as he'd won. And the cameras didn't show the handshake and social media blowing up because it was one of the most spiteful and fiery games of tennis you would witness in your lifetime, in your lifetime. There's all sorts of talk about disrespect, but he's got through, and that's twice he's beaten him in a matter of weeks, Nick Kyrgios, through to the fourth round of Wimbledon after upsetting the Greek Stefanos Tsitsipas. No love lost between them. Uh, Nick Kyrgios, after the game, was actually quite respectful of
2: Stefanos Tsitsipas. It was going to be a tough match, you know, he's a hell of a player, and I knew that I had to, you know, I had my own tactics out there, and I knew, he, he knows how to play me, he's beat me once, and, you know, obviously I've had success, so, um, it was a, it was a hell of a match, um, you know, he was getting frustrated at times, and it's, it's a, it's a frustrating sport, that's for sure, I know that you all think yeah. that you can play, but it's, it's very frustrating, so, you know, I've got ultimate respect for him, whatever happens on the court, on the court, I'm, I love him, and I'm close with his brother, so I hope that, you know, I don't, I don't okay. care.
4: So it's kind of nice. And Mark Philippoussis, who once was another black sheep of Australian tennis for many years, was in the Sitsipas box. For those that don't know, a bit of background, uh, Kyrgios was complaining about Sitsipas having hit a ball into the crowd and he said he should be defaulted because Djokovic mm, hit it, one to yeah. hit a linesperson. person. And he said, I'm not going anywhere until you get your supervisor out here. <laughs> Stefano Sitsipas was cracking it because he felt that Curios uh, is being deliberately disruptive. He reckons it's a tactic and it shouldn't be done. <laughs> Pass in return gets angry, so he smashed that ball. He aimed shots at Nick. So he lined one smash, so he just went hard at the body, but missed. So <laughs> this is crazy, so this crazy oh, war man. of words. Watch the highlights, and but I'll play some more audio. Uh, Nick had to say this on Sitsipas and his performance.
2: I feel great. I don't know what he's talking Like The circus was all him today. I actually felt great. Like, I feel great physically now. Um, I'm ready to go again if I need to play again tomorrow. I just think he's making that match about me. Like, he's got some serious issues. Like, serious. I'm good in the locker room. i got I got many friends, like, just to let you know. I'm actually one of the most liked. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm set. He's not liked. Let's just put that there. Yeah, I feel good. Like, as I said, round by round, if I keep doing the right things, I feel good. As I said, when I'm back home and I, and... And you see my every day and who I'm competing with on the basketball court. Like, these guys are dogs. Like, the people that I'm playing at Wimbledon, they don't, they're don't. they not, like, he's that soft, like, to come in here and, and wow. say I bullied him and stuff. That's just soft. Like, that's just, we're not cut from the same cloth. Like, I go up against guys who, like, are true competitors. Like, if he's affected by that today, then that's what's holding him back. Because someone can just do that, and that's going to throw him off his game like that. He's got to, like, I just think it's soft.
6: Well, he said on court that he had the ultimate respect for him, and I think we heard it in the press conference. <laughs> uh, he's soft. <laughs> I've got heaps of mates. He's got none. <laughs> Imagine if he didn't
1: respect you. How, how... Uh, where do you go with that? Well, is that like a five-year-old's argument. <laughs> I've got heaps of mates that play basketball. You it's don't.
9: I... He's, he's got a
4: rap on himself. But the reason he said that, this is what Sitsipas had to say about Nick and his antics after the match.
11: I like what his tennis has to bring to our sport. Like, he's very different. Um, and that's not a bad thing, um, but I don't think that's been a single match that I played with him that, you know, he, he was behaving that way. And there, there comes a point where you really get tired of it, let's say. Um, the constant talking, the constant complaining, I mean, I'm about to serve and there's a big gap there. that. Uh, there's no tennis being played, which is the most important thing in the court. We're there to play tennis. We're not there to make have conversations and dialogues uh, with uh, other people, except, especially, actually, not except, especially when you really know that the referee is not gonna, uh, going to overrule what he decided. You know, It's really silly in a way. The referee has made a decision and, I don't know, it's just like, how are you going to even change his mind? It doesn't work this way. You're, you're there to play tennis. I've had a, a lot of experience with umpires. Uh, yeah, it's just like frustrating to see that people just get away with that. It's It's frustrating.
7: Oh. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah, that was live too. The uh, the North Queens. made the mad dash, <laughs> got the red eye flight. Uh, yeah, he actually also called him evil. He's, so, some of his antics are evil. Like, you may not like Nick, but he's you know he's not Putin, is he? He's
7: no, like, you, know,
4: oh, you
1: know, evil's yeah. a massive call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it how he's going for the Karen call. Okay, like, well, I want the manager. I'm not leaving, yeah. and receiving uh, until like, the manager gets out to explain to me why he's not uh, been ejected off the court. It's. I, I'm not saying they were carrying on like a couple of under
6: sevens but i have a feeling <laughs> neither of them would choose a caramello koala <laughs> if it was offered you know in the
4: break it's a fair point you may have a thought on that Oh four five seven seven three six uh, seven three six. anyway he lives to fight another day alex demon was through as well and you know he's on a crash course maybe raffa in the semi-finals we should mention too uh, anyway it was it was scintillating it was pantomime it was all of the above well done to the wallabies they beat england they played 47 minutes with only 14 men so a great win to see the boys back in the winner's circle. And while we're talking about Alex Volkanovski, had a great win today. Aussie Jaya Patea is a world champion. Stunned the boxing world. That massive upset over um, Maris Breedus to win the IBF Cruiserweight world title fight. He, he broke his jaw, I think, in the second round. He went on yeah, to the went went fight and kept fighting. Was beastly. Mm. Absolutely. It was Ali Norton stuff. And he, this time, when Ali had his jaw broken, he lost. So it's not really... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <That's> in hindsight, <laughs> it's not really Ali Norton stuff. Was Ali anyway. ever a Cruiserweight either? No. Yeah. <laughs>
7: That's
6: a very
5: good.
7: How uh,
1: heavy is Cruiserweight?
7: Eight. Uh,
5: well, you've had a few vodka cruises 40. in your lifetime, yeah. haven't
7: you? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. i in About
1: 750 mils, but you if you go for be. the big double smirnoff, it can be quite heavy. We've got to try for the New Zealand
4: Warriors on the back of a penalty goal. Six points to nil with 11 minutes remaining in the first half and the flags are waving in a wonderful scene at Mount Smart Stadium. Six points to nil. The Warriors lead the Tigers. Kick to come. Wade Egan. Line
5: hold. Go to...
1: Here we go
4: now with a skip
5: pass. Here goes Tohu Harris. And he's gone in. The first try
1: is scored. They're not going to need a check this one. That's an easy four-pointer. Kimpi called it. And Tohu Harris, the captain, gets the Warriors their first try of the homecoming.
4: It hasn't been a great year for the Warriors. Here's been one of their shining lights of Captain Tohu Harris. Uh, barreled over right under the post. Eight points to nil. Just under eight minutes remaining in the first half. Eight points to nil. The Warriors lead the Tigers in their homecoming Game now. We've got a big game coming up uh, just after four o'clock Eastern time at Wollongong. They're celebrating 40 years with the mighty Steelers. Scotty Sattler from Sports Day is on the line right now. I think he's got got the day off. He did the Friday night call, but he's going to let Badge do all the heavy lifting with Mark Braybrook and Gary the Wiz Freeman is on the line right now. Hello, Sats. Jules,
3: Barney and Sock. How are
4: you guys? Going very well, mate. Uh, Have you caught much of this Warriors game? Looks like they're in again. Which is great to yeah, see. Yeah, I'm watching yeah. it
3: now. they they've been pressing the the try on pretty hard. They got it at nearly seventy percent of possession. Sean Johnson just putting a kick up. Um yeah, it's it's been an interesting game actually. It's a lot of emotion involved in the crowds and looks like Chanel Harris to DeVita's just crossed for the, the Warriors with seven minutes to go before half time. But uh, yeah, a lot of emotion involved in the in the um in the in the game and I was always gonna be interested to see how the Warriors handle that emotion mm. with with such a big event. Um yeah, but it's great to see them home, and it's great to see the fans got some free last week and, and getting some this week as well. And on Badge, yeah, Badge is doing the game today, but I we went, I went to his 60th last night, so I don't know oh, how healthy he's oh going to
4: be. You know, uh, I spoke to Badge the day after Origin 2. I've never heard him sound so flat in my life. Satsy. He was so yeah. flat, you know. Yeah. So I'm wondering how mm-hmm. flat he's going to be on Monday after the Raiders get done um, by the mighty Steelers. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I
3: don't know. If you spoke to me before lunchtime, it, it probably... It's a standard indi- indication, <laughs> actually. That, that, yeah, sixty years of age, like he doesn't get going until about one o'clock every day. So, yep. can
1: you tell me, Sat Socky, what what does a sixtieth look like these days? Is it uh, a long lunch, <laughs> or does it extend long into the evening, or do you? Wh- when are you wrapping you know it what, up?
3: Yeah, you know what, yeah. You know sock, and yeah, you're, you're you're old school yourself.
1: <laughs> so, um, Thanks, mate. <laughs> you know,
3: you're, you're old school yourself. You've got an old school mentality. So, a um, lot of a uh, lot of former teammates and guys that, you know, obviously going on two kangaroo tours, and oh, wow. um, it's fair to say that uh, it would have gone long into
12: the night. <laughs>
1: Very good, mate. Very <laughs> good. Well, I'm glad that you've recovered. Latrell Mitchell, mate, of course, starred for the Bunnies on the weekend. What's your take on him um, pulling out of uh, origin duties with the Blues?
3: There may be some that say, uh, you know, it doesn't mean enough to him, and um, he should be blacklisted. I think a majority of the people say it's a selfless act to say that um, you know, to realise he's coming back from a hamstring injury and, and to get so much load on the hamstring, especially in the wet conditions last night and then back up with an origin match, potential origin match, I don't think he would have played, maybe bring him in as part of the squad but I don't think Freddie would have made too many changes but oh, yeah, it's a pretty selfless act actually, it means that he's probably matured a lot more as a rugby league player now and you know, from getting dropped after game one in 2019, he's matured a lot, uh, I think, yeah, you know, with a hamstring injury, he would have got some pretty good advice. That, you know, with a hamstring like he's got, it could turn chronic and could actually create a lot of concerns for the rest of his career. So, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a good thing for, for Latrell that he's made this decision.
6: Hey, Sats, Barney here, mate. Uh, Got to say, I loved the call uh, of the Knights game the other night, uh, particularly the use of uh, Ricky Lee for Edric <laughs> yeah. Lee, mate. Can I pitch yep. something at you, blokes? Can I say, when he's doing something good, like scoring a try, can we go with Ricky? But when he does something bad, like maybe a knock-on or whatever, can we just call him Ed at that point? Like, yep. there's, there's two Edric Lees. <laughs> there's Ed and then there's Ricky. Yeah.
3: I like it. You know, A lot of the, lot of the games, Barney, and... We like to call, um, we like to give them nicknames, and for the Newcastle Knights, there is Rick Lee, and who looks like he should have been on the set of Boogie Nights. Next to Dirk Diggler, and then you've got, <laughs> and then you've, got um, you've got the Predator, which is Big Dom Young with the big long, long dreadlocks, and then you've got the Cookie Monster, which is Young Croker. Because if the Cookie Monster was in human form, <laughs> we believe it looks like Young Matt Croker. <laughs> of Newcastle Knights. Uh,
4: well, Ricky scored five tries. They want to keep that record. They say, Ricky, don't lose that number. Hey, Satsy, <laughs> oh. Satsy just very quickly, Billy very Slater's good. confirmed this morning uh, uh, Felice Kafusi is out of Origin 3. His dad's unwell. He's had to scoot off to the States, which is why I missed that game against Manly. Um, who's likely to come into the back row, do you think, for Queensland?
3: I don't know, to be quite honest. I think they've got to have an 80-minute player. I think, you know, with Reuben Cotter missing, it really, it really plays with the interchange, and if you don't have an 80 minute play in one of those, those back row positions, I think you you spend most of the game looking at, you know, body language of players and Carter did that for, for game one. I, I actually, and he hasn't come into calculation, me myself, I think this afternoon, the game against Canberra, I think Jaden Sewell is playing for a position. He's a, he's a right side back rower anyway. He's an 80 minute play. He's a guy that just loves to protect his teammates. And he's played origin before as well. So, um, I'd be I'd be going with Jaden Sewer myself. Um, a lot of people are saying David Fafita. I don't know. You know, he's been out for a long time for Fafita, and he did try hard the other night when he came on the field. Yeah. I'll, I'll give him that. So, yeah, but I'd, I'd go with Jaden Sewer. Dragons Raiders. Who do you like today, Satsy? Well, I've picked the Raiders, um, but it's the toughest game, I think, to pick yeah. from this weekend. Um, Wollongong, it's a hard place, a horrible place to play. I hate playing there. But um, but the Raiders, for some reason, I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm just, I just think the, the Raiders might win.
7: Well, they
4: are celebrating 40 years of the Steelers. Of course, uh, Jack White returns from COVID. We expect to see him back in Freddy's 17. Satsy, thank you, mate. We've got a flight. Good to chat, and we'll catch you on Sports Day tomorrow. Um, hopefully, Badgers isn't too flat, eh? See legends. There he is, guy, him, Satler, Good fella. Gee, we're almost out of time, aren't we? 14 mm. points and nil is a beautiful conversion, too. He looks on. He looks on today, Sean Johnson. And this is the reason he came back. You know, it was all about a homecoming for him. The prodigal son has returned and he's he's playing a good game today. Just under three and a half minutes remaining in that first half. The Warriors 14 over the West Tigers, nil. See, time flies when you're having fun. Almost done and dusted on the program today. Nine seconds before halftime. Warriors 14 over the Tigers, nil. Just tidy up the text line. Hey, fellas, what about Kyrgios' underarm serve to win the set after three aces? Mind games, Nick won that. You certainly did. Nick Kaye counted 15 likes mentioned. His manager and PR need to have a chat with him as well. Now, just before we go, news revealed last night that the AFL Grand Final have secured the services of one Robbie Williams to play on the big day.
9: I said, wait, <laughs> Absolutely. An angel
4: can't stand the bloke. (laughs) Is there a more overrated singer in pop music? You know, by and large, I'll say this. By and large, I think the AFL do secure the better acts. By and large. But meatloaf will always be the blot on their copybook. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That was that was a
6: real and you know God rest his soul. Paul Meatlife, uh, the big fella, but right, um, meat. Yeah. yeah. But that wasn't his finest moment. Not great. I don't know. Robbie's going to be hard, if they have him out in the middle of the MCG, he's going to be hard to spot from the top of the southern stand because he's not a big man. He's a little. man. Is he little?
4: Is he? Oh, he's tiny. I had no idea. I no, just he's... presumed he was a yeah, okay. So no, who he's... would
1: you have then? Barney, who's your, who's your first so, pick? Well, well who are you the saying killers? who? Who in the NRL? Mm. Yeah, well, okay, NRL. Let's pick NRL. Oh, they'll
4: just bring back Justice Crew, wouldn't they?
1: <laughs> 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 at the end of the, the day, winner, the winner of yeah. you can just
6: get the guys to do do a few numbers half time.
4: You get it. They they like a single and Todd, oh, you yeah. reckon, just to go up and do With a duet. Dads. Well, Dale Finucane trots out a pretty decent tune, doesn't he? I think? Dale Finucane, uh, yeah. Eric Graves Jr. He's got a band. Get the band, oh, oh yeah, Carol. Oh, Spain. Wayne, won't be hitters. Yeah, Pears. Pears. <laughs> but no, they'll probably just have like a, a slap together kind of pastiche of old Aussie rock acts, don't yeah. they? It's yeah. of these, you see it. You know, Angry oh, Anderson, Ross yeah. Wilson, oh. Gary, Gary, beers, probably Rob Hurst, and chuck in one of the choir boys for good measure. I reckon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do some kind of ensemble of Aussie rock
1: greats. Mental as anything, yeah. Oh, it's, mental as anything. Yeah. I saw them at the bar, bar on the hill Screaming in Jets.
6: The years Jets, ago. Yeah. The Jets. Yeah, yeah, Newcastle. They're a good band, the Mentals. They were great. They were. They were so. Uh, I don't. Know, under the influence of something that night at the bar on the hill, <laughs> they got lost between the green room and the stage, and we had to help them. Yeah. What was the
4: distance between <laughs> the green straight oh, line? Yeah. Up, yeah, yeah, up, yeah, three, up three, three metres <laughs> in a door. <laughs> like, see the
6: door, the glass door too. You can see the stage <laughs> on the other side of it, just up there, boys.
4: Raiders <laughs> and the Steelers on this afternoon of four. Uh, Rooster Mars later entry. Michael Bolt was the first player to take the field as Steelers captain. I thought. Um, I thought Joe Cool, John He was captain. Ah, sorry. I should have read the whole thing. It was the third grade captain in 82. Well done. Held Ooh. the most consecutive first grade game records. Yeah, from the famous uh, Bolt family, of course. Um, uh, you say? Yeah, I was, yeah.
1: Yeah.
7: <laughs> yeah. Lightning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <he> was, <laughs> Aussie <laughs>
4: crawl as well. Thank you, everybody, for your calls and contributions today. Hey, we've got to find a winner for the Dometic Thermo Mug. I'm going to give it, who do you reckon, boys? I know I said um, I'll let Mark do it, but I don't think he's been paying attention. I reckon uh, Greg from Pilly talked about seeing the priest to tip the dragons. Mm, Yeah, yeah. anyone tip the dragons. You okay with that, Brooksy? Beautiful. 40 uh, 0 at half time. The Warriors lead the West Tigers. If you want to listen to the second half, just tune into the SEN app. You hear the call from our friends at SENZ. And then coming up after three o'clock, we got the pregame coverage for the Dragons and the Raiders celebrating 40 years of the Steelers at Wind Stadium. A breezy and blustery Wind Stadium there at Wollongong with Mark Pottsy-Braybrook, Gary the Wiz Freeman and Gary the Badge Belcher. Thank you, everybody, for your contribution today. Thank you, Soggy. Thank you. Thank you, Barney. Thank Thank you to Mark. Thank you to Brooksy. I'm Julian King. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.
3: 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. 7-Eleven. Hot food. Hot and ready near you. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time.